What's up, Sillies? What's up? How's it going? How's it going? We're back. Fucking pardon the ignorance podcast. It's been a fucking minute, fellas. Been mm-hmm. a minute. Yes, sir. Um, so we're this is only gonna be this is going to be an audio only episode this week. Um, because we have a live aspect and we have a virtual aspect um so harold is here in my kitchen with me right now how y'all doing and chris is at his house yep hey what's up everyone what's going on buddy how's it going not too bad uh he's decked out like i wish i could post this on youtube because like this would be the most gay friendly podcast we've ever done uh just based on chris's outfit (laughs) (laughs) he's decked out in the gayest kansas city chiefs clothes you'll ever see in your life dude the arrowhead is a fucking rainbow it's weird (laughs) (laughs) no 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 i think it's okay i mean he has his his modern like 2023 edition Kansas City Chiefs fan wear on. It's all good, man. I, I like it when people rock their home colors. Yeah, thank you. At least you didn't say anything about fucking Taylor Swift. So <laughs> What's wrong with Taylor Hey, it. hey, 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 hey. I, <clears throat> no lie, I am a Swifty. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. You look like the older Kelsey brother with your beard, too. That's okay. <laughs> That's, you look more like him than you look like James Corden, which you tried to convince us of before we started recording. Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a white guy. I look like well, James Corden. So we all look alike. Here's the thing, though. Like, Chris, unfortunately, you're still in the military, so you can't do this. But Harold and I, we can actually grow our beards out, which is going to be a necessity because we're going about to be overrun here in a couple months because of your land being aggressive as fuck. <laughs> Here we go. I was wondering. I love. Uh, I love that. I was wondering where you were going with that. Oh, I love it. That was good. Yes, that was was Uh, fucking good. That was so good. (laughs) I mean, at least this is like one of the few countries where they can get out and demonstrate. You know, it's like freedom of speech is a good thing. If you can't beat them, join them. So I'm going fucking (laughs) full on Hamas beard. Everything. Let's go. All right, Allah Akbar. Cheers, Allah Akbar. Oh, yep. Great. <laughs> mm. All right, but whenever you put, po- let's see how good the NSA really is. Let's see how good they really are, because I'm supposed to fly in, fly to Atlanta on the 22nd. Also, I uh, lined up for my global entry interview, and I'm hoping I was gonna, I'm hoping I'm gonna get that done. And I'm actually like anticipating one of these podcast episodes to be pulled. And that they asked me one or two questions about so, it. So you know what? It can't happen because I deleted Alligator Fuckhouse. That was the best one. That was the that best was one. by uh, yeah. far our that best was... episode ever. But Chris, unfortunately, had to be the ruiner of fun and bring it to everybody's <laughs> attention that we said some fucked things on that episode. So I had to. Pull yeah, it. but it had already been up on the air for like fucking months, man. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. Was bored at, I was bored at work one day, and I'm just listening <laughs> to it. I'm like. 
Oh my god, how Whoa. the fuck did that hey. make it through? Oh fuck. Not like, only hang on, are I gotta you... go. I'll you be know right what? Back. So the thing I love about that is no Chris is on a lot of episodes. I would say majority of episodes. Absolutely. So he listens to an episode months after the fact. What a loyal, loyal contributor you are. Thank you, man. A hundred percent. Thanks welcome. to you. I probably still have a broadcast career. <laughs> um, oh yeah. I can't, I can't say how much I appreciate that. That's why I'm not going to shit on Chris for this entire episode because <laughs> thanks to you, like DAZN is, is still giving me games, not as many games, but that has to do with me having like the farthest way to travel, which is, which means that like, ironically, I'm the most expensive guy, so I don't get as many games. It doesn't have anything to do with me blurting out racist, disrespectful shit, um, which I may or may not have done under the influence um, <laughs> during Alligator oh, Fuckhouse. God, that was that was such an amazing episode, though. It the was. I remember, I remember you guys saying like, "Oh, I have to do some major editing," <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Bobby's like, "Yeah, it's up." My like, cool. When I go to work, I'll listen to it. And I was blackout, like, oh, dude. Oh, what the fuck? So, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You said when you we were talking it, about where? editing. I was blackout drunk. Bobby doesn't edit. <laughs> he just <laughs> he just and passes, upload. That's my edit. <laughs> he uploads and goes to bed. <laughs> What's the worst thing that could happen? Actually, I think there there was a night. I forget when it was. I think it was just Dave and me for an episode. Um, I don't know if you guys were on it or not. I do not remember. The, the last memory that I have of that night was we were eating chips in the garden house and we were recording. I do remember that. I don't remember stopping the podcast. I don't remember what we talked about the podcast. I don't Is that remember. The one that you didn't upload? No, mm, I, no, I upload the one. No. The one from all four. No, 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 no. You never no, no, upload no, no. it. Well, that's because uh, no, when all four of us, because it was the quality was fucked, so I couldn't use it. No. And I couldn't save ah, it. I tried. That's too bad. Um, no, this was like a long time ago. It was just Dave and I in the garden house. But I don't know if you guys were on like over Zoom or FaceTime or just like on a call. I don't think anybody was. I think it was just Dave and I. I was fucked. I put everything away. I don't remember any. Like I put it away. Like I brought it from the garden house up, up, upstairs to the third floor of our house. Put it all away. And then sat in our dressing room naked and uploaded it. <laughs> and then went to bed. I woke up the next morning at like 6.30 in the morning like, what the fuck? How did I get to bed? And me, like, the wife was like, you don't remember coming in? I was like, not a chance. She's like, you came in, kissed me like an asshole, and just like did like a 180 spin and landed on your back on the bed and just passed out. I was like, that's awesome. I wish we could videotape that. <laughs> he had like a I'm checking um, out Tom and Jerry style moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, that's so good. One of the main reasons why that we're doing this, the setup that we're doing today is Harry and I, we're going to narrate a live action porn that you're about to act out, Chris. <laughs> no? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. That sucks. 
Honestly, Chris is Chris is one of those skinny guys that's probably hung like a horse. Oh, dude, he's a fucking tripod. Dude, I I imagine. Like <laughs> I, I completely imagine that Chris is the kind of guy who'll turn around and not be able to fall out of bed. In that that's aspect, he's more black than you. One of my... <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Chris. Uh one of my coworkers freaking puts that rumor out there too. Oh. <laughs> we yeah. were we were on the way back from one of our military schools and had to stop and go piss and uh just pulled off at one of the rest stops for pissing next to the van and all of a sudden the driver kept driving off and all of a sudden we kind of did one of those looks and when he looked he goes, "Oh yeah, why is this hung?" I'm like, "Great." <laughs> <Yep. laughs> That's okay though. Yeah. Like one of the things I like to do, um, especially when I'm um, when I'm on the toilet at work is we have one of those companies, <clears throat> German Air Traffic Control Agency, where people are a little bit too broish, you know, you know, those companies mm-hmm. where people are like, hey, you know, we can say do. And um, well, yeah, technically I'm a boss, but basically we're all on the same level because we're in this together. I hate that kind of shit. So. It, it triggers me, and I like to take it to the extreme. So one of these days, uh, one of one of those days, I was like peeing next to my superior, and I was like, "Hey, dude, nice watch." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Huh?" And it made him, it made him like strangle his stream. That was so funny. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, <laughs> like, uh, thanks." Uh. <laughs> It's an investment. I'm like, I'm sure it is. <laughs> and then I left. Yeah. 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 So speaking of dicks, um, I'd like to give a shout out to Mr. Dave Colvin, um, who's not there today. <laughs> Although he had the chance because he literally only lives like a five minute drive away. He lives literally less than two and a half kilometers from me. It is the next village. Yeah. He could actually get to the top of the hill and then just roll down and he'd be here in five minutes. Yeah. But like I said uh, before, rest in peace. He's probably in a better place. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I, hey, I miss you, Dave. Um, I wish you were here. It's all fun and giggles, man. Happy Veterans Day. <laughs> Shit. Is it, it's Veterans Day, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Happy Veterans Day, Chris. Although, do you get to celebrate that? Are people yes. that were deployed to Kuwait allowed? Shut the fuck up, you dick. At least I served. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. I did that joke just for Dave, just uh, so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But speaking of veterans, uh, I mean, actually, <clears throat> speaking of stolen valor, my dad. Um, he's- <laughs> oh, fuck. What the fuck is going? Oh, my God. He's officially a Vietnam veteran, right? Yeah, he, he has the cap, so nobody questions the fact that he's there. He has the cap. He's over 70, so everybody thinks, yeah, sure, that guy was in Nam. Oh. And I was like, like for 40 years, he told me the story about trying to get into military intelligence, um, learning how to interrogate um, prisoners of war, and that he got sent to Vietnam 
and that he got evacuated because the front line had collapsed to where his base was and they had to evacuate him before he could actually like i don't know do on the job training basically so now last year he tells me oh no i never went to vietnam i was ready to go to vietnam i'm like well why didn't you go to vietnam is that well um well I, we were ready we were in the barracks and um we were already like hurtled, hurtled up together because um I don't know, maybe Chris, you can confirm this. Um, they like to keep people like together and, and call them in like two or two or three days prior deployment. I don't know why. Um, <clears throat> but then for, for some kind of reasons, I don't, I think they didn't get like all the equipment that they needed ready in time for them to ship out. So they canceled <clears throat> that entire unit's trip to Vietnam. Like, well, I was expecting to go to Vietnam. I'm like, yeah, but that's kind of not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's shitty for his bosses because that looks horrible on them if they weren't at that percentage to be able to to leave. Actually, you know what else is also crazy? Um, did you know if you go to West Point, if you're admitted to West Point during wartime, you're automatically a decorated veteran? Really? Yep. I don't know about that. Uh, I swear, look it up. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Because you're serving, you're an active, you're you're an active uh, military personnel. Hmm. It's crazy. I do know that. I do know that there's something I can't remember. That's like the yeah. comedian Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. If you look, uh, there was a thing I was just watching. Uh, he says he has the craziest resume out of anybody in comedy. He was on Saturday Night Live, never performed because he was canceled. He's a decorated war veteran. Because he played football for West Point. <laughs> it's crazy. I know that there's like this crazy thing too. I just can't remember what college it is. If it's West Point or if it's fucking the war college. I can't remember. But there's one that if you go to your military time doesn't count until you graduate it. Really? Okay. So you're, you're technically in the military but that time like towards your retirement doesn't count. So if you go to, to college for four years, that four years doesn't count towards your retirement. See, so then that, you start. It must be different because West Point, I know West Point and Navy, that's like you go to college just because you're going to become an officer. You automatically become an officer and that time counts. Yeah, but there's, there's one time or I really can't. I'm going to have is to look that, up to it. Is it that one where they're in that fort where there were these wicked uniforms um, that, that still have the hazing? um where they're like just about to like fight off major court martials because um hazing still goes on there they have these these wicked uniforms i think you're talking about the citadel yes but that's not it yeah but that's not that's not oh, it okay no there's there's i really i'm gonna have to ask one of my officers because he was telling me about it he's like yeah you know i went to college too and <clears> one <throat> guy went to a different college and it counted his four years while he was in college, it counted towards his retirement. And he goes, yeah, my military career didn't count until after I had already gotten out of college, even though he was technically in the army. Mm. Like, that fucking sucks. That does suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, if you're, you're, you're technically, like, all you're doing, all your training, all your education is geared towards you being in the military. So it should count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I know I've said I know. So so back to your story, Harry, I do have one story that was similar to that. And I think I've probably talked about it on here before, um, where one of the units came to us 
um, while I was in Kuwait and they actually brought a 16 year old with them. They were getting ready. So they came to us for two weeks of training. Um, and then they would normally go on into Iraq. And when they came in to do in processing, we're doing all the, the paperwork and everything. I'm looking, I'm like, hang on a second. That looks way too young. Did the, the math. I'm like, all right, hang on. Let me go over, verify this with someone else. They verified it. We went to our officer like, hey, sir, now it's time for you to look at this. <laughs> yeah, the dude was 16. And then when uh, when you remove that guy, because, of course, you can't send a 16-year-old to war, and let alone he's not really allowed out of the U.S. without his parents. Um, <laughs> no, you are. You're allowed, to, you're allowed to travel at 16 by yourself internationally. Yeah, on the yeah, Lolita Express. On, on, for, no. for National Guard or for reserves, like, you – you're you're stuck you're like yeah i know what you mean in in the military aspect i understand (laughs) um so so they sent him back and with that one person gone they didn't have enough people to (laughs) fulfill so we had to call the general the general came down like chewed at like this general was so chill but that day he was definitely not you could hear the fucking screaming through the door that's insane and uh then he goes yeah now you're all getting back on the plane and going back home like oh well, that command was done. Like your entire career, you can just go ahead and say, "Yep, all right, let me go ahead and clock out at this where I am." I right was going to say, "How did, <laughs> did he get to keep his stripes?" The 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 command, the officers, and everything—they were high enough. So, I mean, you're still going to get a good retirement, but you'll never see the next rank. Yeah, that's insane. That's <laughs> a bad. That's a really bad fuck. Oh yeah, it looks horrible. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Um, I know both of my grandpas. Um, the one I actually met, like my dad's father, I met, he lied about his age during world war two. He was 16 and became, he was, I don't know where he was like where, which theater, if it was in the Pacific or if it was here in Europe where he was injured. Oh, he, uh, Europe. He was, he was the SS guy, right? No, no. American. Oh, side. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dude, my fucking entire family is a bunch of potato eating mix. So, <laughs> um, he he got injured somewhere, whatever, and he was uh he was a pilot, and he ended up becoming a instructor, like a a fighter pilot instructor somewhere. Um, after like they brought him back, I don't know if it was from the Pacific or from Europe. They brought him back after he was injured. And then that's what he did for the rest of his um, military career. Hmm. My other, I didn't realize that like the Air Force didn't exist during World War II. So it was the no, Army, was the Air, Army Corps. Air Corps. So the Army Air Corps. So he, my mom's grandfather, I never met him. He died when my mom was like 15 or 16. Hmm. He was really young. He was in the army air corps however we have a box of medals a lot of them are his but are a lot are ones that he took so i don't know if he was in the army air corps like he had like we have like it's been verified he was army air corps however he has a lot of medals that he could have gotten only if he was on the ground mm-hmm. Well, there was this one unit um, 
<clears throat> called the OSS, Operation and Secret Services, um, who did like a mix. <laughs> He's not SS fucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, although he was Polish. <laughs> well, who knows? Uh, all I'm all I'm saying is that these guys were involved in like um oh like original <laughs> like behind enemy lines um that kind of stuff. You know, especially like the first special forces basically, Operation of Secret Services, I think. Well, yeah, maybe maybe he was in the SS too. I don't know. Should <laughs> Knowing you. Hang on a second. Yeah, no problem, Chris. Yeah. He has to check back with Mossad every time hey. he hears SS. Maybe we can look and see. See? There you go. It's okay. You can tell tell her we said hi. Hi, Pam. Babe. They both said hi. Did you hear? No. No. Nope. Okay, she said hi back. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Appreciate it. Yeah. I, I like how she took her clothes off for us. You know what's <laughs> funny, though? What? Uh, if you look at Chris, he does look a lot like his forefathers, doesn't he? Well, yeah, a little bit, but there's one thing that... A little emaciated. Like, if you take the hat off him, he looks a little emaciated. Uh, the hair's short. No, but you know who, remi- who he reminds me of for real? I still want to say something, but I'm not. Do it. Let's go. Let him rip. Fuck it. Let's get canceled. <laughs> I don't real, care. Google the head coach for the Arizona Cardinals. I forget his name. Oh, yes. But he reminds me of him. Because when I was preparing for the Arizona Cardinals, um, I had the Cardinals and the Giants this year. Holy fuck. I never would have thought that. Yeah. I forget his name, but he does look like him a little bit. Uh, John, George, it's a last name that's really prevalent in football. One of the dynasties, but I, I can't remember for shit. Um, so keep talking. Yeah. Um, so that guy, Arizona, right? Arizona. Yeah. Who might be getting Kyler Murray back this week, which I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. No, they owe him too much in injury compensation if he actually plays and gets hurt again. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. Cliff Kingsbury, right. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, and Chris actually resembles Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, a little bit. I thought you were going to turn your cell phone again and try to show me like you did I'm not going to fuck with that just because it was a waste of time. Because <laughs> then I have to fuck with settings and this, that, and the other thing. Nah. <laughs> but I like the way I, I said that before the podcast was rolling. I like the way your virtual background is set up, Bobby, because it actually looks like we're in some really beautiful house in Mallorca. Um, anus is greased up, ready to go. Exactly, but... Doors in reality, open. we're in a piece of shit in Stauffenberg. Oh, it's not really a piece of shit. I, I like it. Um, I, I like your place. Um, it's too bad it's haunted, though. It is. But <laughs> Actually, you know what's crazy? What? There's um, – I was telling you about this one time. Next – if you – Chris, you have to come over here one time because, like, you're a little more mobile. 
and I bet you would like this as well as you, Harry. Hmm. There's literally four different bunker entrances from my house. It doesn't matter. Like four different ones within five to eight minute walk from my house. It's crazy. This whole area, like this one field over there, apparently um, that's where the Luftwaffe, the German Air Force, was pretty big during yeah. World War II. Yeah. And like this whole place was, there's literally from here to almost where Dave's Village is, hmm. it's just a whole underground monk bunker system. Yeah, but Giessen Airport was a pretty big deal in World War II. Actually, yeah, Giessen Airport was. Yeah. But there is also, like, even after that, like, Cold War shit, we have literally also over there, there was a, ice, uh, a NATO. Uh, <laughs> I like how you almost like said you were about ISIS. to say ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I said the same thing. Yeah, that yeah. was a, like a NATO uh, ICBM <laughs> uh, silo. That's, yeah. I don't think, I don't know, like, right now it might not be, but I know uh, when we moved into this house, we were walking, we were going for a walk, and we were stopped by actual military, and they said, you need to turn around right the fuck now. We're like, okay. <laughs> that, was, so, that was back when everyone was still stationed in Giesen? No, this was eight, like, six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I was I moved here well after everybody was stationed in Geese. Geese was already closed for several years when we moved here. Uh, didn't, okay. you, didn't you come over here in like 2001, 2002? No, I came here in 2010. Huh? Jesus. How did we play together for the Dragons though? Or are my memories fucked up? Because in I only, 2010. I didn't play for the Dragons in 2010. Or no, I met you came there and I met you. You oh, were really? there just as a, like a guest or something, and we met you. Th- I met you there. Really? I hey, thought Bobby. Could... Nope. Open up your hand again. You look like Jesus. Damn. It's called a stigmata. You know what's the best <laughs> part about a stigmata? Do you know what a stigmata is? What? A stigmata. If you look at it, that's the hole in the hand. So, you know what the it best part about up. Sigmata? So, instead of gripping your dick, you just fuck that you hole just right there. <laughs> yeah, you just slide it through, dude. Like a bitch giving you head. Dude, but it's, it's got to suck, you know, if you're Jesus and you're watching a fucking horror movie or something <laughs> and you're trying to cover your eyes. It's like, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> you know, horror movies... Um, I just recently started a horror se- series with my girlfriend. Um, is it the porno that Chris is going to shoot for us? Probably. <laughs> it's called The Haunting of Hill House. Did you watch that? No. It's really good. Hmm. It's it's really, really good. Um, yeah, some jump, jump scares where you don't expect them. Um, and it's, it also has a neat story, neat background okay. story. So here, okay, now that we're talking about that subject, we've been a little random tonight. Uh, do you guys believe into the paranormal or anything like that? Like haunted places? It's one of those weird things. Like there's been times where you get that weird, weird feeling. Yes. hundred percent. You don't know if it's necessarily hype that others have built into you over years or if it's something that you're actually experiencing. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I see where you're going with that. I've had that several times. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Yeah, but I don't know, because I mean I felt it while I was in while I was in Iraq too. Oh, really? One of those things. Yeah, Hmm. it was one of those things. Like no one ever said anything to me about it or anything like that. But all of a sudden, you get those really horrible cold chills. I'm like, what the fuck? Where was that? Was it like in a in a big like structure, a building or something? Yeah, it was a big warehouse. And what happened there? Do you know? Nothing that I'm tracking because it was Hmm. right outside the the landing strip at the uh, Baghdad airport. Okay. So you don't know if it was like a, like an execution hall or something. I don't think so. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's everything's possible around there though. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's messed up. And you never hear like, that's why, that's why I think it's so interesting that um, you mentioned a story like from, from the Iraq war. Cause that's not, that's not that long ago. Normally when you, when we hear about ghost stories, it's like, oh yeah, that happened in the 1800s or something. There's never yeah, yeah. a ghost story where like, oh yeah, well back in the eighties, somebody died here, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where I actually lived in Ohio, uh, they were also pretty big in the underground railroad. Mm. However, there was also people that were against it, obviously. Yeah. Tell us more about your family. <laughs> so, uh, actually, my family was shacking up with fucking natives. <laughs> do what I do. I couldn't, ju- I, because of a blood sugar, uh, blood sugar, mm-hmm. I was undeployable. So I married a Russian in order to thin the bloodline. That's what Lee Harvey also That was did, my <laughs> that was literally my service to the American country. Don't you fuckers forget. <laughs> <laughs> no, um but in all seriousness, there was like where I was from, it was legit um had a lot to shit to do with the underground railroad just because we're on literally not far from Lake Erie and whatever um rest in peace michael jackson so there was a farm like a there was like this one gravel road that's been there forever and it was always said it was a haunted road like this one specific spot you had to go by the street technically that's where they used to unfortunately hang people that were trying to escape or whatever right and by people i mean slaves so and the the whole urban myth was if you parked your car like on this road by this thing and you just turn your lights off turn the engine off and just sat there you like you would hear and feel weird shit, right dude i'm not kidding you there was times like where we actually like what the fuck heard shit one time and i had a at that time i was driving i had a cadillac big ass fleetwood massive car we drove down that road we had it was me my buddy chris we had a few girls in the car and you guys know the game padiddle do you know that game chris no 
No. So a pediddle is a car with a headlight out. So if you drive down the road and you call a pediddle, that's a headlight out. They have to take something off, right? So we would just drive around for hours trying to get bitches naked in my caddy. <laughs> you guys have way too much foreplay for a regular rape. So <laughs> we go and we park on this road because it's it's an urban it's a it's an urban legend by us. Also, there's this other thing. It's also nationally known called the Gore Orphanage. is also a nationally known urban legend by us. Let me be uh, the senior half-black correspondent to these people. Urban legend means black folk talk about <laughs> it a lot. So we go, we park on this side of the road. Like we do like what you're supposed to do. You turn the car off, you flash lights a couple times, and you honk a few times. And you just sit there and wait. Why do you have to flash your lights and honk? I don't know. It's just something that you have to do. So, dude, you're at that point, your mind starts to fuck with you because there's nothing there, but you, th you see shadows moving around because it's your mind telling you you see something moving, right? It's just because your eyes are darting and adjusting to the darkness, whatever it is. No shit. We hurt like we heard something and then we decided like after god we were there for maybe 20 minutes or whatever we went we drove we continued to drive forward and we went to this one college parking lot because we were going to smoke a cigarette and just hang out there was fucking hand dirt. no literal cigarette we were smoking weed in the car <laughs> please <clears throat> so there was literally handprints all over my car. It was insane. But the logical part of my brain thinks it's like, okay, I washed my car like a couple days beforehand. It's my handprint on the car as like I'm drying off the car, right? You know, like I put my hand on the car and I have the other hand and I'm drying off a certain area, whatever. And this road's a dirt road. So that's what happens. Um, but still, it's freaky. Like, there's been some. Have you ever? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you. Have go. you ever driven your, your? Well, there aren't really any big enough cemeteries like in the states where you can drive through them. But have you seen those videos with the Tesla? Of course, there are. I, yeah, dude. There's a. There's you know what a, I'm talking about, right? Here? Yeah, yeah. And in, in Macon, Georgia, they have them. I've been on them. What? Yeah, but with with the Tesla, where like it shows your car driving and all of a sudden apparently like ghosts will appear while you're driving through. Yeah. I can make those ghosts appear and I know how to, too, because it freaked me out once too. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I fucking, like just gotten out of the car. Like, man, nah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let me just go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I know, I know how to, how to trigger that. Um, because it happened to me a couple of times and it freaked me out. I was, I was doing like 80 K or something. And all of a sudden it showed me somebody was walking next to the car and that's what, all your um, Tesla ghost videos do too. It's like, if mm -hmm. you let your arm dangle out of the car, it'll register as a pedestrian. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to piss at me though. Actually, that's another thing. Uh, not even 10 minute walk this way into the woods. There's some great, there's gravestones on top of Mount. Like there's like a massive mountain, probably the size of this room. Hmm. 
and there's just one gravestone, but there's nothing on it. Well, we talked about that before, and that's interesting that you brought it up um, while we were on the air. Just in the while woods. While we're on the air now, because I, I remember that's like the last time we did a pod here, um, or we just talked. I think we no, me and you were a, just talking. Yeah, we were just talking, and I said, "Boy, that would have been a good podcast." So I'm actually glad that you brought it up now. Um, and there's like, is it, but is the stone like clean and slick and everything? So was there ever something on there that might have been it's washed possible. around? It's very old. You can tell that, that, that it's might have been washed very, off by very, like very sour old rain. Stone. Yeah, very yeah. old. Okay, well, so I mean, who knows who owned this land back then? If they if they passed or if they had like maybe a family graveyard, it used to be very common so, around here. So. If you can tell, and that's another thing. Like, if we go through here, it looks like there was trenches. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, because this this was like the area of a very important airport in that time, so yeah. you could expect a battle to be happening right here. Yeah, it's great, dude. One next time that you're here, like during the day, come over and we need to go explore. I'll show you some crazy shit. Yeah, it'd be awesome. It crit, like also next time, if you're ever bored and you're able to come up this way, mm-hmm. like I said, dude, there's there's at least four different bunkers, but like like I said, like between here, like where I live and where Dave lives, it's just an underground bunker system. But there's like four entrances that you can walk to from my house within a couple minutes. Yeah. I mean, this is a very hilly terrain. So. And the one time, yeah. like, there's also, like, there's this, like, crater. Like, you could tell it's, like, from bombing. Um, The one time uh, Mila was, like, oh, I found a new path to go for a walk. I'm, like, cool. Because we do that. Like, we take the dog for a walk. There's, if it's nice out, even if it's not, we go for it. We take him for at least, you know, five six k's every day Mm -hmm. uh also for us to get out she told me she's like i found a different way it's through the woods i've never seen it before it's crazy let's go i'm like yeah that's great i love exploring so we come boom we come out it's a fence off massive bunker entrance (laughs) is massive it's one of those ones that you definitely have to have like a, a trail line (laughs) <laughs> no it's, it's like, one of those big ones then you got to be able to find your way out it's one of those ones i think if you go into it people are coming within a few minutes and that's another thing like where there's the icbm like the intercontinental ballistic missile for nato that's not there anymore i can take you for a walk somewhere right now if you go there it's 10 minute walk from here People are going to come up to you and say, you need to turn the fuck around right now. Mm. Right. I'm German enough to ask them for their badge and their proof of jurisdiction. Uh, they're in military. Oh, yeah. Well, that. Oh, yeah. Now I'm shaking. No, Bundeswehr, I'm not shaking. Bundes, Bundeswehr no, is telling you to turn around. So, okay. Well, so, 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 so. <laughs> one time. The one time we did it. It was not Bundeswehr. Well, what was it? Is there any other military here? 
uh, it was Nate. It was Pol- there was a Polish guy, and I th- my daughter says it was American guy. I don't think it was American. Hmm. Okay, but I can tell with the accent he was definitely Polish. Well, it might be a, a, a private contractor or whatever. No, it's a trade. They even have signs out. It's a training facility over there. Hmm. Well, they have those all over the place. Yeah. Um, I know that they have those all over the place for a fact because um, there are shooting ranges, maybe even around here. I'm not familiar with this airspace, but um, around Berlin, there's a lot of shooting ranges where you wouldn't expect it, where they fly low passes and they work with uh, different types of ordnance and everything. And they activate those airspaces like every morning to different altitudes for different things that they do. So I actually, I have to, now that we're talking about this, I'll do this obviously off the pod. Um, I actually do have some pictures. There was, if you go on uh, Apple Maps or uh, Google Maps, that whole area was black. And there used to be a flight control tower there. In the last ye- maybe two, two and a half years, it's been taken down. But if you walk over that, area it's still fenced off like you can come in the fence but you see cameras is that between here and where that big um refugee camp is no it's literally like you know where if you're driving to days right now yeah there's a street that goes left Mm -hmm. you it's just fields but there's a street there Hmm. you take that all the way to the end you come into uh some kind of um training facility that is there's military there right now well i know that um nato had a lot of stuff going on here um i don't know if they if they're still guarding it because they might have one or two hard drives in there that might have confidential material no they're uh, okay so we're we'll discuss this after like outside the pod because i know i've i don't know why? What are you afraid of? Nothing. There's still shit that, dude, there's still missiles there. Okay, well, you're a civilian. You can talk about it. You can drop a rumor it's on supposed to be. It's supposed to be, uh, there used to be a silo there. It's documented, but it's been empty since uh, the late 90s. Okay. It's not. <laughs> what, what, what kind of documentation did you read on it? Um... There's uh, folklore, pretty much, and I, there was something I found on the internet. Well, okay. Nowadays, I don't know. I, honestly, I'd like to know what's going on there, but folklore and stuff that probably used to be there. Right now, it's like some kind of testing uh, training facility. Officially. Unofficially, like... And it used to be officially there was a NATO ICBM site because it was also is that, like, that Alton Busick? Pretty much, yeah. Between Alton okay. Busick and uh, Daubring, where I live, and okay. it was there because the Americans were here in Gießen, and mm-hmm. technically that's been closed, uh, but there's. If we were to drive there right now, dude, there's people that are going to go, whoa, what are you doing? Hmm. What does our head, mili- what does our head military crazy. liaison have to say with that? Have to say that. Nope. <laughs> Hang on. Chris? <laughs> <laughs> 
Now this is where it gets spooky. He just he just blurred his. He, he just shut his camera off, so somebody's clicked on. <laughs> but no, like soon, yeah. like there's we were literally on a walk with the family and the dog, and they said, "Y'all need to turn around and get out of here." Yeah, well, that's my that might be where they officially put the aliens. No, there was a fucking. You could see there was a uh, air traffic control tower. Oh, God damn it! Why didn't it? Whatever. How do you have an air traffic control tower without a runway or an airport? There used to there was a runway in an airport right there. That's where the Luftwaffe was right here. That's why this whole area was so fucked. So this is what I'm about to put in the group. This is from uh, 2022. Hmm. Or no, twenty no two thousand two. Sorry. So okay. it, it, this could be this could still be it, but oh, nice. <clears throat> you can just show. Um, hold on. Um. Yeah, this is just an audio screen. version. So let me just narrate. Bobby is um violently looking for. So I have you, uh, I allowed you to share the screen, but we don't see anything. Yeah, I know, because... I put it in the fucking WhatsApp group, dude. Yeah, because oh, he... in the WhatsApp group. <laughs> because he's probably okay, yeah, not yeah, yeah. using his computer, Einstein. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, yeah, 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 there it is. Pull it up, can you put it in the chat here? I don't... Hang on, let me see if I can. Oh, I was talking to Bobby because he has his phone in his hand. He could probably, you could probably no. even airdrop it. Oh yeah, this actually, it, it looks like it might work. Mm. Because right now there I can't go. see because my phone is in the car. Is that, what in the fuck is this? Done. Done. Why will it not? Done. Jesus fucking Christ. This is stupid. Did that oh. come up? Yeah. You shared a file in the meeting is what it said. That's great. <laughs> so, yeah, you did it in the chat. Ooh, cool. Stoibenkazane, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, that's so I mean, it, it, it could be that still, but uh -huh. I don't know. Because, like I said, I can't find anything new. Everything else is talking about that Air Defender and shit like that that they just had here recently. Yeah, that was gay shit. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 but no like there's still people there hmm. it's hmm. crazy there's something there's something else but i hang on keep talking i'm gonna look at this real quick no no problem no clue where the fuck that but is. it's it, it's crazy like in this area like we are able to find a lot of different things mm. absolutely my dad used to explain it to me because um he used to work in like where europa viertel is yep that used to be a relatively small like compared to compared to other sites that they have a relatively small um air defense unit and um, he said that this was like the second ring of air defense installations that they had. Because if Russia would have tried to overrun the West, it most likely would have been an airstrike first or, or like an air dominant uh, kind of warfare. Yeah. And they would have tried to keep 
the Russians um, like at bay for at least three days, that's the time that they would have like that they would have had to to make available to be able to like reinforce everything. So it would have been basically planes versus missiles for three days. That's what NATO was looking at. Well, that's also why uh, Giesen was so vital because, like you said, we were pretty close, but also the fold the gap. If they wanted to do a ground offensive, yeah, that one. <clears throat> that was fold the gap. The the shit that they were training for was crazy. Yeah. Really, what's what's the fold the gap? Like, elaborate a little bit. The on fold the that. gap. That's the only place like between like the east and west where the, you could actually move an army through. Hmm. And Giesen was positioned, and technically. When Giesen got close, that was a fu- that shouldn't have happened. That was an accident. Huh? Yep. What do you mean? It was just a clerical error, paperwork that Giesen got close. It shouldn't have never it ended up on the wrong pile. Giesen should have never been close because of this whole fold the gap. If there was ever a thing, the only way that you can move an army through somewhere is through that fold the gap. <sighs> So what's closer, Giesen or V-Spotter? Giesen. There you go. Rocky, shut the fuck up, you bitch. He was barking at his reflection. (laughs) But no, they would practice, like, driving so far and then shooting shit to destroy everything behind them and then drive a little bit further, do it again. I can't remember what the exact distance was, but they would go through that exercise like multiple times back then during the Cold War. Yep. Hmm. And that's what it was. Like that whole thing, like that's like the only place pretty much if you were to do any kind of ground offensive or counteroffensive through fold is the only place to do it. Hmm. You know, that's that's kind of strange because in the Cold War, Germany was still divided, right? And there's a lot of, like, really lowland territory um, north of Kassel and Braunschweig. And I can't imagine that it's really easier to run an army between two mountainous regions, like, because you're basically funneling all your forces than it is to, like, just overrun a lowland. However, at the same aspect, you're still protecting people in the back and you're able to focus on one point instead of a broader area that's good if you're defending it but if you're attacking it you want to like divide your force yeah, but well, that's all invading... it was all defense it was all defense and like if you were I know, I, i'm sorry go ahead chris but if they're like invading and everything you have to look at it too with the lowlands so it's going to be more like marsh and shit like that where your vehicles would end up getting stuck and then yeah now you're just sitting ducks Yep, I understand. Yeah, sure. Because hmm. isn't that also isn't that also the area where they have like that uh, trampoline forest? I think because so. the ground is so soft, where it's like you can literally just bounce on it. They might have it there too. Um, I saw it in the Black Forest last year, uh, like a trampoline trampoline floor or trampoline grounds basically hmm. because it's just like uh yeah just like moorland and mm-hmm. um like the top was just like kind of torched by the sun basically so you have like it's like a lasagna it's like like a, a, a mm-hmm. yeah 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 so they might have yeah, that shit there like too. that you don't want to fucking drive through at all no it's like because a ball once you have 
Yeah. Once you have stuff like that, then you're just like, yeah, all right, cool. You sink, you done. get stuck, and then you're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. And then yeah. you're just it's a total loss at that point. That's yeah, see, why that, the folder gap was so vital. Yeah, that's why that's why it's good to have to have Chris on the podcast because I had know absolutely nothing about military strategy. And I can't imagine, you know, for me who just knows military uh strategy through games like Command and Conquer, I don't want to pull my or I don't want to like drive my army through a place where like everybody has high ground except for me. So hold on. You say you're only uh, you only expose that through uh, through games. Yeah, that's a damn good game too. You have nothing to do. You're not exposed to any of that through your employment. Not at all. Um, really? What happens? No, they that- say keep the fuck out of our airspace. Yep, <laughs> that's all they say. <laughs> Like this block that is yours normally is yeah, not but yours what happens for today. when they come into that? Okay, so they steal your block and say what you usually look at, you're not allowed to look at today. Well, no, that that means um, no, you just stay clear of that airspace. Of course, I'm looking at it, but um, because it's radar and I yeah, see, but it you see yeah. yeah, but you see shit, yeah, I see. So shit. you do see, like at that point, like if you're constantly watching, you should be able to develop a little bit of understanding what they're doing, right. Well, I can, like, by the pattern of the primary radar targets, if they choose to fly in non-stealth mode. Um, if they choose, that's true. Then I can see if oh, it's, like, air refueling operations going on just by the way that the radar targets are, like, yeah. aligned or in, whatever. In Germany, are they allowed to fly in stealth mode? Oh, yeah. The uh, the, the military poli- or, or the I thought once they get out of the I thought once they get out of German airspace they're allowed to then they're allowed to fully cloak themselves. Well, it might be different. No, um, no, no, hey, no. We'll we'll keep it at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, okay. Because because well, let me if 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 the military guy can't say it, maybe the air traffic controller can. The thing is, um, like during the beginning of um. The Russian invasion in Ukraine, we had certain corridors that they activated where we knew all kinds of shit was flying through, yep. which is why we weren't allowed to put our civilian aircraft through those corridors because they might get run over by, shoot, F-35s or whatever. Um, the kind of material that they had, um, I or we were able to find out because, again, we're not sworn to secrecy over that, so I can talk about it pretty freely. Um, whenever one of those military aircraft has an emergency, which and with, when we're talking about military happens quite frequently because for some reason maintenance isn't all that good. Um, and they divert and they land at a civilian air, uh, airport, then of course we know what we're dealing with because that falls into our responsibility. So that's mm-hmm. how I know that they had F-35s in that corridor. Um, also, by the time they hit the, Pol- the Polish boundary, they can switch or they have to switch their transponder on because the Polish guys didn't hold um, a okay, quarter. Okay, that's what it is. Polish it, guys, once they hit Poland, they have to turn their transponders on. I thought it was other way around. I thought they had to have the they. I thought they in Germany they could keep their transponders off, but as soon as they hit Poland airspace. They have to turn them on. Exactly, because that way Germany gets okay. Germany gets to say, hey, we're completely innocent in all this, Vladimir. We have absolutely no idea what's going what's going on in these corridors. And we're just hey, they just happen to have to fly through Germany. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing. Please don't shut off our gas that we're dependent on. A hundred percent. Yes. 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 A hundred percent. Um but 
Speaking of stealth mode in German airspace, who uses it a lot is um, the German police with oh, their helicopters, night low level flying. Because um, like I had a night shift a couple of days ago. And um, sometimes at night when you're talking to those helicopter pilots, you know who's, who's a cool guy, who's a little bit chatty on the frequency, and who's just straight business. And I had this one police guy who was, you know, he wanted to know some stuff on our side, like, oh, yeah, how many of y'all are there on the night shift, blah, 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 basic questions like that. And I'm like, hey, I was just playing with my flight radar app while I was working, and I saw you guys up until five minutes ago. Like, did you do something? It's like, yeah, we switched on um, like a mode that allows us to fly undetected by primary and secondary radar. You still see us, but flight radar doesn't pick us up because we noticed that the bad guys use flight radar. Hmm. Yeah, of course. That's genius because you can see everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So that's pretty cool. And um, of course, they're not going to say on frequency because sometimes – just like there's police frequency scanners, um, there's air traffic control frequency scanners that are illegal, or let's just say it's a gray zone. They're not illegal, but if somebody finds out you have them, they're going to take them from you. You're not going to get penalized, but you can't have that anymore. Um, yeah, so that's all that they wanted to elaborate on on frequency because people might be listening in, hmm. that kind of thing. Um, but there's a very interesting docu-series docu on Netflix. Um, I think it's, or is it a series or is it just one thing? Um, it's about the cyber bunker um, where like three nerds in Rheinland-Pfalz almost broke the internet in 2013. And it's interesting that we we're talking about that and that all these subjects are coming together like tonight because um, like it's basically a group of three insanely rich nerds from the Netherlands they bought a bunker in Traben-Trabach, which is a small town like at the Mosul, mm -hmm. and they installed a cyber bunker hmm. where they hosted all kinds of websites on the dark web. Hmm. And, nice. Yeah. And they also had like private security guys that um, ushered away everybody who might have been just walking that way. Um, they were on the radar of... A, like two undercover cops that um, help lure them out of their bunker for uh, German federal police to take them in. And also the way they use the helicopters, like the whole strategic thing. It's very interesting. I think it's called Cyber Bunker. Hmm. Might want to watch it on Netflix. But I have to check it out. Some of that stuff so might be the majority of The, the majority <clears throat> of the helicopters here in Germany, though, they aren't like regular police helicopters. That's like the Bundespolizei. Because I think that there's only, it's like so small. I think it's only like two or three actual like regular pull-its eye helicopters. One of them's here. Mm. Hmm. Well, the rest of them are all those, the like dark blue Bundespolizei helicopters. Right. I'm, I'm talking about Bundespolizei too. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, don't, I don't know any numbers. I don't know um, how many helicopters the regular Polizei has. But um, like all those all those operations where they track stolen cars towards the Polish boundary, that's all Bundespolizei. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy to actually think about, like especially for us as Americans, where you have helicopters like everywhere. 
Yeah, every news station. All the has cops it. have yeah, all the cops have fucking helicopters and then you hear something like, Yeah, the cops only have like the real cops only have like two or three. Yeah. For the entire country. I'm like, God damn. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But I mean with the bullets with the bonus polizei, you don't really need them because you only call them in if you actually like need air support and also um, in the States, I think it's more vital to be able to to follow criminals um, like mm -hmm. from the air because they might be packing a hell of a lot of heat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and in Germany, you can generally assume that criminals are going to be unarmed. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand why why every police station has their own helicopters in the States. Oh, there's a lot. Oh, there are a lot of good videos on um, like Law and Crime Network. That's one of my favorite YouTube channels. Um, they have those body cam videos. Nice. Yeah. Law and Crime Network and also Police Activity. Check out those two channels. I can definitely recommend them. I mean, yeah, of course, you see a lot of black folks get lit up, but it's very interesting. Chris, that's right up your alley. <laughs> Well, wait a minute. Your family single-handedly <laughs> shut down the Underground Railroad, Bobby, so I don't know what you're laughing at. Uh. <laughs> oh, Perry was watching how you started this since you're about to choke to death. Yep, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that that's the spirit of that black guy that his family hung on that dirt road he was <laughs> talking about. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm getting some late revenge. Uh, well, that's what happens when you show up late to work. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> he just spit shit out. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, I just damn. douched my nose with Sprite and we're canceled. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I'll wait till the NFL season is over to post this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was oh. good. Oh. You guys, uh, did you guys see what's going on in Berlin ever since this whole Gaza-Israeli thing's going on? Oh, like, all I'm the surprised that Germany... I'm surprised that Germany hasn't like put a quick stop to this because I mean Germany's background kind of doesn't look good when you start putting the star David on people's doors. So here's <laughs> the they're thing. doing it again, man. <laughs> um, I actually want to talk about this off the pod. Oh, it got all serious. So <laughs> yeah, like the air just went out of this whole episode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, there's stuff too touchy for Bob to discuss on the air. After he just made that comment a while ago that made you spit Sprite out your nose. I know, right? <laughs> I, fucking even I have a line, man. Well, go ahead. Cross it. <laughs> Fuck it. No Vaseline. Now, here's the thing. Uh, to be honest, like I understand Hamas are fucking horrible terrorist organization. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Here comes the butt. Like, there's some wild war crimes going on. Yeah, of course. It's a war. Like oh, dude, no. Like, it's fucking no, it's like crazy. Well, what are you talking about? The guy's not even hiding. He's like, no, fuck him. We're going to just level a whole plate. Like, civilian, like they don't want to let civilians out. 
to, like America's like, yo, you need to call a ceasefire so we can bring Aiden. The guy's like, no, fuck you. See, here's the thing. I was talking to my dad on the phone when this whole thing happened, and I said, you know, you know shit about to hit the fan. Because the Israeli ambassador to Germany got on German news Tagesschau, which is like the primetime news broadcast um, like for all of Germany. Everybody watches Tagesschau. That's where Germany gets their news for the people who like might not be in Germany and might not know this. And the Israeli ambassador to Germany with a straight face said, well, it's too early to um, like point figure, fingers at people. It's too early to like share accusations. Just know that this is a problem that Israel will take care of. And the people who started this um, will pay. They'll pay a price. That's all he said. And yeah. he kept repeating it. So you knew by that, that time, I knew somebody was about to get lit up. Yeah. Well, did you see the the German ambassador in in uh, Palestine? No, I didn't see that. Like, like, what was it? The week before that actually happened, where they came in with the paragliders and everything, <laughs> he was trying to promote like vacation in Palestine. Like, it's really not that bad. Look, we can go paragliding. <laughs> and he, he actually went paragliding, and then that's how they invaded Israel. I'm like, oh, huh? <laughs> that's crazy. That's a bit wild. Yeah, I mean, on one hand, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, what? Shame... stay true to your colors, Germany. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Chris got the joke. <laughs> yeah, buddy, I got it too. I was just hoping that it could fly under the radar because Chris is still in the military. No, I wanted to draw attention to it. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's not a video podcast, so it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> But Christopher Wise, you're still your boy. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, oh, man, that's funny. Yeah. But, I mean, shame on Hamas for lighting up all those civilians. But on the other hand, do you have to have a music festival, like a paraglide away from, a, from yeah. an open-air prison? Do you have to do that, really? It's, I mean, the thing, like... I mean, obviously, in a war situation, there's going to be some sketchy things from both sides. Mm. Obviously, because that's the nature of the game. Yeah. However, there are lines. There are rules, technically. And I don't know, man. There's, like, obviously, I must not be that informed i don't think i don't know but from what i've seen so far like there's some wild shit that we're supporting well yeah but on the other hand i had a very interesting discussion with my mom about this today because i draw certain similarities to um the nazis and the way that they got smoked out by the allies um especially if you look at like dresden where they specifically targeted um, densely populated areas yep. to break the German population's will. One of the questions that always arises in um, historical discussion is: uh, historical discussions is the Nazis. They were like maybe fifty to one hundred people. Germany was an X amount of million people. Why did they tolerate it? And with Hamas, I allow myself to ask the same question. Um, well, yeah, they're scared. Yeah, no, I see, admit that's the thing, though. Like, I think, like, in that area, there might be a majority 
I think the the that equation might be a little different. Well, yeah, I mean, they're all basically united or officially united under yeah. the banner of Islam. Yeah. But if you talk to Muslims <clears throat> that aren't like attached to a terrorist network, actually those are the most peaceful people you can deal That's, with. I was just so, going to say some like I I grew up in private Catholic school. Mhm. Mm However, we had a nun, a Catholic nun at our school that was very big. She was a proponent for us learning other religions. So she introduced us to everything. Mm -hmm. And even like my experience here, because like, let's be real, dude, here, like, especially where we live in, Hes like, I don't know how it is where you're at in Germany, but like where I'm at, there's a lot of Islam Oh yeah. Like a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Chris, not too far from where you're at. There's a lot. Um, but if they're true Islamists, they're very, 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 very peaceful. Absolutely. Very peaceful. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm not going to make this like in an, in a, I'm not, I'm not going to try to convert this to a, like, is Islam a dangerous religion kind no, of discussion? Because I, I really don't think it is. It's no. as dangerous or not dangerous as any other religion. Um, because, I mean, let's not underestimate the fact that the Christians burnt a whole lot of redheads. Um, but, like, if back then, millions and millions of well, Germans. The Crusades. Well, Yeah. That's a different story. If millions and millions of Germans back then, um, back during um, during Nazi times, were like chose to be afraid and chose to look away from a clearly um, criminal system with the most evil intentions and did not join arms and overthrew these this band of criminals. Situations like the bomb, uh, the bombardment of Dresden happened, the bombardment of Gießen happened, where 86% of the city was torched. Um, that's just the kind of stuff that happens. So if we're historically, and I was, I was educated in Germany, so I'm, I, I learned to understand these, um, the, the turmoils that happened to German civilians that clearly weren't all, they, they weren't all Nazis. A lot no, of them no, were, no. <laughs> but not not all, not everybody that died was a Nazi. But everybody under, understands that this war, or is educated to understand this war to be just. Um, it's a war for the good of the people. And if we look at what happened to Germany and say that was a just war, and those civilians um, that turned out to be collateral damage happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time, same goes for the Palestinians that don't support Hamas. See, I think a lot of it also, like, back to them to support what you're saying, or maybe to go about what you're saying. Like, hmm. there might have been people that were scared or felt differently, but I think at that point, because you look at, like, how fucked World War One was and what it did to the economy, to everything around here, hmm. um. Chris says, you know, Americans, I think it's a, it's a thing of everybody. The three of us are Americans. It's patriotism mm -hmm. at that point where you kind of don't really see the line of good be like good and evil. 
so clearly. It's a matter of, hey, what's best for my country right now in this exact moment? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it is. Um, But it's still fucked. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, just just to finish my argument, the same goes for for Palestine and Hamas. Um, Who's really pulling the strings for Hamas? I'd say if it's like maybe 100 people, that's a lot. Everybody else is just... um, uh, uh, shoot, what do you what do you call it? Um, not the head guy in the mob, but just the guy who pulls the trigger for the mob. Just on their boss, yeah, yeah, they're a hitman. Yeah. Um, if everybody in Gaza can't say, okay, what's going on here is really kind of sucks, and we have people in power, um, that have a constitution in place where Article Eight says we have to eradicate the people that live right next to us that probably did more for us than these Hamas people did because what people like don't understand or, or keep forgetting um, is Israel has a, um, has a palace or a Palestinian section within their, um, within their parliament. Um, they have a, um, a group of people, I, th- I think it's a government organization that deals with the rights of Palestinians within Israel. Really? They have that. Yeah. Um, and I also, and, and also Israel has been supporting, um, Palestinian civilians with, um, like, I don't know, uh, with electricity, with um, goods and all that kind of stuff. And Hamas has been taking it and um, like selling stuff on the black market um, to be able to buy weapons and everything. And these are the guys who say we have to eradicate Jews off this planet. Now, I'm not saying that Palestinians in Israel are living a happy and dandy life. Um, it's it's kind of like any other minority um like they have they have jobs like janitor or um like the guys that flip fries at burger king i don't know if there's a burger king in tel aviv i've never been there but if there was there's probably a palestinian guy (laughs) flipping fries for them um but like all in all israel has been as cautious as a majority has been towards the needs of the of, of the minority as anybody else has try being a jew in palestine yeah, I, I yeah. Mm. Or in Gaza, because Palestine doesn't exist. Kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, where were we not? I mean, dude, we're relying on you to carry nope. this. <laughs> <laughs> like, as our senior Jew correspondent. And military correspondent. <laughs> Oh. The only thing oh. that's missing from Chris's belt is a, a Mossad badge. <laughs> like, if I had the chance, like, if I had to, like, pick a fight and the other person would be on my side, I'd be 100% on the side mm. of the Mossad guy because those people are scary. They're fucked. Mossad guys are, are scary as fuck. Yep. It's crazy. And the the thing that I like about that is they don't they do not discriminate. They put their females through the same exact training. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. There's no like, you know, you'll talk about like aptitude tests that you guys have. There's a male version and a female version. I think they eradicated that, right? Or is it still segregated? Just in our wait, what are you talking about? 
Just PT the, test. The only, yeah, the PT test is still like completely male, female, and age group and all that stuff. Okay. See, that doesn't exist in Mossad. It is, this is a test. Pass it or mm-hmm. fuck off. Yeah, they tried to do that in the or in the army, but uh, yeah, found out that seventy percent of the Even women guys weren't able to. It. <laughs> no, no, it's like seventy percent weren't able to pass the freaking PT test. <laughs> Damn, wait, <laughs> so you mean you can't? So you can't just eat cheese curds every fucking day and then run a mile? That doesn't work. <laughs> Yeah, but I think I mean I mean the number seventy percent I think is is really interesting because if you look at it, seventy percent of Jewish women have mustaches too. So that's true. It's like they do have like an extraordinary amount of um, like upper lip and also nipple hair and body hair. Yeah, I was getting ready to say yeah, fucking body hair dude. is like god damn it. Like you guys can't see uh, it on the pot. Like obviously it's audio version, but I got a pretty fucking dark beard. You actually look. That looks like a Jew pussy. You're, absolutely. Your your face completely looks like a Jewish tit that I used to suck on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I 100% respect Jewish women. Oy vey. <laughs> I'm just saying it as it is. Oh, yay. Jesus. Oh, I'm, I'm circumcised, Lord. too, and I'm about to get on a Delta flight to Atlanta, so please don't kill me, Hamas. Um. <laughs> Actually, you don't have to. If you're getting on Delta, you don't have to worry about Hamas. You have to worry about Delta. <laughs> <laughs> you were about to say you have to worry about ninjas. Never. Although you are going to Atlanta. <laughs> uh, fucking Christ. That's funny. Oh man, this is this is such a good pod. We need to do this more often. Absolutely. I think like this is a long one. I don't know what the That's what she said. <laughs> it's been we've been it's been up and running for an hour and 43 minutes. I don't know how long it's been recording. I don't care. Let's go. Let's go. I think it was at 32 when you hit record. That's possible. Yeah, so, 32. Like, yeah, we're well over an a little hour. over an hour. Yeah. Yeah, we're over Shoot, an hour. We're good. We're good. Keep going. Did you just burp? I did. <laughs> oh, let's talk about that. Because my girlfriend got on my back for um for burping um at home. Like rah, because I usually I shit fuck it's not a fart. I let it go. I don't care. I'm like, well, what's fairer to burp out loud or to be like you, to go like keep it internal and then move over for a kiss? Oh no. She does that all the time. It's like <laughs> Ew. Yeah. That's so disrespect. A hundred percent. Like here, I want to give you this fucking indigestion. Yeah. No. I did the I did the combination of both to my wife. Like, <laughs> I kind of burped out loud and just blew it in her face. <laughs> yeah, see, that's different. Like blowing in her face is different than like, yo, holding it in then wanting to make out. <laughs> yeah, like that's please. gross. Yeah, because my girlfriend's like, please put your mouth over mine so nobody will smell the fact that I burped. It doesn't matter if it's about to make you throw That's up. That's literally, like, I can only compare that to is, like, you're literally about to go down on her and she purposely farts. Dude, that's... And literally, as you're about to, like, go into it. Oh, my God. That would actually make me a little horny. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit, though. Really? Because that, that's uh. a signature on a divorce paper from my end. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not saying that I could, like, do it. I'm not saying that it would, like, make me horny to the point where, like, oh, God, you just farted on my tongue. Let's let's fuck. No, it wouldn't be that. But <laughs> so, it's actually, like, the audacity. Breaking news. You're hearing it first. Like, that's how you make Harry come. <laughs> no, no, you may, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. Um, but <laughs> Chris, what makes you come? Oh, fucking Christ! <laughs> well, Pam blurted out "baby feet." Say what? <laughs> like on the last podcast, where your wife was in um, the second tier, which I think is always a bad idea. And Bobby asked the same question, and Pam, for some reason, I don't know if her English is up to par or whatever, just blurted out, baby feet. That was that was funny. That was funny <laughs> as fuck. Why do I not fucking remember that? I don't remember it but either, you, but that's awesome. But we had a lot of dude, you made it you made like a million jokes in the chat about baby feet. Did I after that? Yes. God, I, I gotta that. stop drinking. <laughs> Dude, you went below the belt line. You were like, okay, uh, you you did stuff where I was like, okay, that's a low blow. I, even I wouldn't go that far. Wow. I mean, it sounds like me, but <laughs> that's crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, let me take five. I gotta go pee. Yeah, go pee. Well, no, we're gonna keep it going because yeah, if I going. stop recording, it will absolutely split totally, it up. Totally so keep it go going. So go pee. Then when you come back, I'm gonna go pee because I was thinking the same thing Sounds for the good. last like ten minutes. Sounds good. You want me to pour you another one? <laughs> I don't care. All righty, let's do it then. Yeah, <laughs> go pee first, and then we'll do that. After that comment earlier, we're already gonna get canceled. But yeah, fuck it, dude. dude. Let's have fun. We're having fun tonight. So, Chris. Uh, like I said, he is in uh, all Kansas City. Uh, this is the uh, Apple one. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Let's take that Okay. First the Apple and then the pepper. <laughs> We're going to see Harry fucking pass out. <laughs> Dude. We have to be careful with that. <laughs> so... Um, so Harold's gone for a moment. We're going to just do a one-on-one, switch it up. And then you and Harry are going to do a one-on-one. Yep. Uh, so you are wearing Kansas city gear. That means, uh, you were at the game last weekend here in Frankfurt. Yeah. Uh, were yes, you ever, were you ever at a game in London? No. Uh, so this is, no, your I never first, went to him. So this is your first European, uh, Thing to NFL it. game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about it? It was awesome. It yeah. definitely met all of my expectations. Okay. Like I know a lot of Kansas City fans, since it was a home game for Kansas City, like Kansas City was fucking pissed off. Like, yeah. how dare you do that and everything? How dare you make one of our home games overseas? Well, see, the Browns, one, their home game was also in London. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was – the atmosphere was perfect. I said it earlier before we started too that we ended up getting up to like 112 decibels where we were sitting the whole That's time. Crazy. Him and my Apple Watch kept going off like loud surroundings. Like shut the fuck up. Should it? That's let awesome. You at home. <laughs> That's awesome. 
That's really cool, man. I see. I like this whole European thing that they're trying to do. Uh, they're broadening it out from London to mm-hmm. other uh, markets as well. Uh, in the NFL, isn't the only one. Uh, the NBA is actually doing it as well. I'm actually trying to go. I'm going to the Cavalier, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and uh, Brooklyn Nets game in Paris on January 11th. Huh. So it's pretty yeah, cool. I also heard some, I heard some crazy thing. I haven't seen it written anywhere, but I heard that there's like rumors that they want to bring the Super Bowl over here. Like that one, I couldn't imagine. I like couldn't imagine. That, like that, that, that would be fucked up. Happen, that would be fucked well. up. Yeah, I wouldn't like that at all. Uh, I asked him how he felt about the NFL experience here. Mm, so okay. that's cool that not only the NFL, but there's other places that are doing it as well. The mm-hmm. NBA's, I'm going to the game, the Cleveland Cavaliers and New Jersey, or uh, is it Brooklyn Nets on January Oh, it's Brooklyn? I thought it used to be New Jersey, right? It used to be New Jersey, but yeah. now it's Brooklyn, but mm-hmm. they're in uh, Paris. Oh, really? Yep. In Who's January. in Paris? The, the only thing. Oh, oh <laughs> say, Chris. <laughs> Dude, that's so the only thing pass. that I would say about the, the, the football game, though. I'm not touching that. No. Um, Ninjas? No? Um, no? Nothing? So so the only thing that I saw that, like, I mean, I guess they didn't know, but it was, like, the biggest fucking disrespect against Miami. They had one of their players injured on the ground. And all of a sudden, the entire stadium started doing the the tomahawk chop fucking <laughs> chant. That's awesome. I'm standing there, I'm like, no, 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 you don't do this. Nope, nope. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Thing. <laughs> all right, you guys talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, is that really a thing? Because I haven't seen too many um, too many games and stadiums overseas that is in the United States. Um, like, if somebody gets injured, is everybody quiet or do they clap or what happens? What the, what is it in in the states? That everyone's like, you you're given that team and their their coaches and their their medical staff the chance to to talk to figure out what the fuck's going on. Mm. And they're at Frankfurt. They're just like, nah, fuck that, and just started fucking <laughs> going at it. Yeah, well, we're here to it's party. Like, God damn it, it was loud too. <laughs> yeah. See, because I didn't, I didn't, I don't really know because um, I haven't seen too many games in the states. Actually, I've seen more games in Germany like live mm-hmm. in a stadium than I have in the States. And in Germany, sometimes it's hard to encourage the fans to like just shut up or slow clap or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Because you know how German fans are like, especially when it comes yep. to, to sports and soccer. It's like if somebody's like, even if somebody were dying, if they were diehard fans of the team that like injured mm-hmm. a player, they'd be celebrating. So as a stadium announcer, you really have to make sure that stuff doesn't escalate. Um, yeah. And and to make sure that they show respect to the person, I didn't know that they did that in the states automatically. Also, like even in well, college, I, I think that. Well, I thought that it was just like common practice that it was like common knowledge not to freaking start chanting your chant while there's an injured player on the field. <laughs> like even one of the guys from the Dolphins that was standing there was trying to like tell the crowd to be quiet and everything. Mm. And the crowd is like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> we're we're already doing this. <laughs> yeah. See, and that's another thing um, where I think the experience is very, very different in, in Germany compared to the States. In Germany, you have to imagine or you have to expect a lot of people to be already like pretty much blackout drunk by the time they walk up to the stadium. 
Um, yeah, but we had the, the, the drinks, like, it, I don't know how it normally is because I was young the last time that I went to an NFL game. But we had, let's see, I had a liter of Coke, my son, a liter of water, and my wife had a uh, apple wine. Hmm. So with those three liters, we paid 43-something euro for just the drink. Jesus fuck. Good God. So if you're going to get shit-faced at those games, you have to have like a fucking huge bank account. See, that's what's crazy. For the Browns game in London a few years ago, I I I wanted to get the beers so we could have the collector's cups. Mm. Yeah, that's the reason why I was just like, fuck it. I mean... But like it was even their first NFL game, Mila, so we were just like fuck it, just. So mm. since I didn't have to drive, we were we took we had an Uber picking us up from the game and taking us directly to get our luggage and go to the airport. I got fucked because Mila didn't want to drink; like she doesn't like beer, so she got like wine. But I'm like, I wanted these glasses, right? So. I think the beers were, dude. They were like four, four fifty. The pounds, that is pounds. Yeah, that's like twelve bucks. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Back then, <laughs> no. Yes, it is. I don't think so. All right, do the conversion. It's at least it's at least ten bucks. No way. Yeah, I think that we were. I want to say we were at like twelve something. Or one of those fucking leader cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, we'll food, go with four fifty, and you're five years and fourteen bad. cents. Yeah, but you got it. Like, when was that game? Uh, that was know, years ago. That's where I was disrespectful to Bobby because he was trying to get us all to go, and I'm like, I'm not fucking paying money to go see the shitty team Browns fucking play. See? You know what, dude? We had the best time. Yeah, I would have said that too right now. <laughs> no, I, I swear to God, like we went in, um, the game was obviously a Sunday. We went in Friday mm. and we just hung out at the hotel like the night that we got in. Then the next day we did, um, instead of like buying taxis, this, that, and the other thing and paying for transportation, we bought what's called a hop on, hop off hop on hop off ticket it was like i forget what it was i think it was like 22 years a person hmm. and you were able to get on like a certain tour but like a double decker tour bus and went all over london so we used that as our transportation so and it was good for three days so we just used that as to get around everywhere it was awesome man we had a blast hmm. Yeah, I was happy with ours. Like the the train ticket was included in the actual ticket for the game. <clears throat> oh, that's good. Although oh, that's awesome. I did see after the fact that uh, you had to activate it. I just like whenever the the dudes came on the train, I was like, yeah, the ticket's included. And they would just look at it, put scan it, and go away. And then when I was at work last week, I saw that you actually have to activate it. I'm like, oh, thank God they did. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, dude? That's typical. That's typical German fucking uh, the Deutsche Bahn. Mila oh, has... I will say this. So there was one thing while we were at the game. There was a a Dolphins fan that sat in front of us. Yeah. This dude was horrible. He he had been to Miami 
what do you say, like twice, I think, that he had been to to Miami to their games. And uh, I think that this was like honestly the first time that he had ever watched an NFL game. Oh, because that sucks. He, he did not understand. First, he said that his English wasn't that good because I heard him talking to a couple of Brits that were sitting next to me. And uh, then he kept asking my wife questions about the game. And then <laughs> then he started asking, well, his wife, first off, that her girlfriend, whoever it was that was sitting next to him, she obviously really did not want to be there. I think it was like <laughs> the second quarter, the second quarter, she actually passed out in this loud ass stadium. No, I just no see him taking his way. cell phone and starts taking photos of her. And then I look down and you see her head just like slowly, slowly moving forward. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Like, how the fuck can you pass out in this game? Oh my God. <laughs> then, uh, then he asked, it was shortly before the end. I can't, I can't remember. Maybe like the last three, four minutes or so. He actually asked Pam, he was like, so, uh, if we score, um, and there's still time, you guys get the ball back, right? My wife's just looking at him like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Pam goes, and you know, you know what we can do in two with two minutes left over, because uh, yeah, we've kind of proven that what we can do in two minutes, the Chiefs. <laughs> well, yeah, it was. Yeah, well, well, she was talking was about so the Chiefs. She, she wasn't talking about. She wasn't talking her. about me in bed. You okay? Think. Good. I'm sorry. I just wanted to get that out of the way. No, and then there was one thing too, like, uh, I was laughing, but I know. My son and Pam and the chick that was sitting next to him, not his girlfriend or wife, but just one of the other fans, they were getting so annoyed by this dude because he kept talking to him. Oh. Um, there was a, a flag that was thrown, and the ref goes, there's no penalty on the field. And he did not understand. So he asked the guy that was sitting next to his wife, like, what's that mean? What's that mean? I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> mm. But yeah, then so, swore up and down that he's a Dolphins fan, and well, then he said that the he wasn't impressed with the uh, <laughs> the atmosphere. I'm like, dude, this is like fucking perfect. <laughs> Just because dude, you don't see that many Dolphins fans, it's and a nice. To, he's asking where the Dolphins fans were. My was wife looks around and she goes, "Oh, there's two right behind us." That's about it. Was it at <laughs> the stadium where Eintracht plays? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, dude, that's a nice stadium. Last year we actually. Uh, in the winter time for Christmas, they actually do like a really sweet, um, like walk where you go through. It's like a winter wonderland, and you come out to like a huge uh, Christmas market. Oh, really? On the field. Hmm. Hmm. We did that last year. It was awesome. Yeah. I'll do it again. I think there's like um, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure, so somebody needs to do some Google backup on that now. But I think um. I think the Olympic Games were in Frankfurt at one point in time. One point in time, and I think there's a, a horse racetrack and a, um, a a swimming pool, like an Olympic pool, really close to the stadium. And the stadium, as it is, I think um, is really <clears throat> is really good for a sports venue and for an events venue. I saw Madonna there once, um, mm-hmm. but all in all. I don't know. I mean, personally, 
I prefer more modern stadiums like Wembley um, because – See, I was never in Wembley. Wembley's cool because um, it seats 90 – or I think it's 91,000 people. And that's like at least 30% larger than um, Deutsche Bank Park. See, that's the thing. Like for me, I'm used to American state – like mm. the horseshoe. Mm-hmm. 106,000. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm used to that or uh, I don't want to openly admit it on a podcast, but I can because Dave's not here. I've been to the big house, which is 116,000 yeah. uh, in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, yeah, I'm just used to it. Like, God, what the fuck was it? Was it 30 some thousand for a fucking NBA team for a basketball team? Mm. Yeah, and there at Frankfurt, the Deutsche Bank, it holds 42,000. And I think, yeah. which, which is weird that, so when they showed, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out where the fuck this 8,000, where they were, but we actually had like 50,200 and something people there at the game. Hmm. I believe it. It's It has a lot to do with the configuration. Like, because of me, like inside baseball, <clears throat> when I worked for the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, we had to convert everything from the basketball field, like the basketball setup to ice hockey, to arena football, to concerts or whatever event was going on. We had like, that's the department I worked in. We converted it. We set it up. We did everything. And it's crazy what you can get. Like you see, like for, uh, a hockey game, you might get 20-some thousand, but guess what? That's not – that's for a ju- that's for a second league team. You know what I mean? You have 20-some thousand, and you look at how big a hockey rink is. It's pretty big. For basketball, we're getting over 30,000 inside, like inside a venue like that. That's pretty – that's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> And a few nights a week. It was crazy. Uh, but just like the whole fluctuation of that, it's crazy like how the setups go. So I think, but then again, like you look at a soccer, uh, I don't know what you fuckers call it. Well, British. A football pitch. Well, British people will call it a pitch. Yeah. Well, they're pussies. Yeah. Well, shout out to Rick. Yeah. Fuck you, yeah. Rich. <laughs> rich. A pitch or rich. Whatever. <laughs> Although I, I don't know Richie. that motherfucker's I, name. I like him, but I he's, love him. He's, he's fun. Clearly a motherfucker. He is. You shav uh. motherfucker. Colonialist. <laughs> the Dude. monarchies for fags. <laughs> you know, it's it's really funny. Yeah, like a fag, a fag in British colloquialism is a cigarette butt. It is a cigarette butt. Yeah, so you know what you know what else like to fag. smoke butts, rich. <laughs> and it's like to to pop a fag means a totally you know different what? thing to an American. I'm gonna tag. <laughs> I'm gonna tag him in this episode and be like, "Yo, I was talking mad shit so about great. you, dude." <laughs> I love Rich, man. And thanks again. I, I do too. Slap the shit out of you when we see him next year. No, see, that's, see, no, that's the funny thing. 
I've said some of the wildest shit you can say to an Englishman directly to Rich. Do you like, send a picture of your naked ass on July 4th? No, but I've said like <laughs> the craziest, most offensive. Like if you go to an English person, you say this shit it is the most offensive thing you can say to them. I made an English exchange exchange student cry at one point. That, let's see. I'm right up there. And then she gave me head. That's I'm right up there. <laughs> so like I no, say that was a dream. She hated I me. say the wildest <laughs> shit. Like there's been times where Rich will like he'll literally he'll text me outside of the group, like direct, like one to one and go, dude, you fucked me up with that. Like I couldn't respond. I'm like, I know it's pretty awesome. Uh. That's because all y'all are related. Yeah. (laughs) Rich is great people, man. Mm -hmm. Um, I I can't wait to. I love uh, that guy. I have a great time every time he comes into town. I can't wait for us to all go to his neck of the woods and have some fun. And probably Dave's not going to come for his own bachelor. You know what's crazy about that? Like, I know a lot of people. Like, I, I know a lot of people in that area. No way. Yes. Like where we're going to Newcastle, I know a lot. There's like seven people that I know. Uh, That's like half of Newcastle. <laughs> They're like. <laughs> oh, you make for the people who are in the audio version of this podcast, and there's only an audio version of this podcast. Bobby just made his Jew face. Yeah, I did. So these people, it's gonna be interesting. You don't fuck around. So like where we're going, this is like a place. Like if you're the type of person needs to be babysat, you do not need to be on this trip. Okay, I personally like to be babysat. What 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 what's going to happen on this trip? So like, have you ever like a stereotypical longshoreman or like a fisherman or somebody that works on the docks? Somebody who takes no shit, hard labor. Um, like just big burly fuckers like like that's that's what these people are yeah <clears throat> like klingons yeah pretty much damn damn where are we going gaza <laughs> dude i'm telling like if chris would have brought him over on a boat they'd be on a fucking <laughs> auction block <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so basically we're listening- <laughs> uh, okay so, cheers cheers <laughs> okay so basically <clears throat> it's like avatar we're talking about like eight foot tall Super athletes um, that speak a little fucked up and have rotten teeth and large ears and Brits, basically. Like, really surly British people. Yeah, pretty much. But it's a good time. I can't wait to go. It's going to be a great time. But if you know people there, what brought you there in your past? Uh, just people I've met along the way. Acquaintances. Acquaintances. But there's some people, like there's a couple that I've uh, remained in contact with. Hmm. 
over the years. Like there's this one dude, uh, I've been friends with him for fuck 20 years. Damn. Yeah. So I say we all wear fuck your tea tank shirts. When we go out. <laughs> no, so I'm so I'm actually thinking of going a little more what's that dude's name? James Bond. No. Oh. Jones. Uh John Jones. No. Indiana Jones? No. Texas. Um, <laughs> He's talking about Indiana Jones. They're turning the freaking frogs gay. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. I'm just going to wear 1776. <laughs> it's just going to be a shirt that says 1776. There you go. Oh, dude! Now that you mention it, I'm compl- I, I totally. I have to make a T-shirt because I can hit him from so many angles. I can hit. I can hit him from the American angle. I can hit him from the Germany. We stayed in Europe and still have free healthcare angle. Um, <laughs> oh my god! You just you just made this trip perfect. That was a good one. <laughs> That actually made Sprite come out of my nose. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. For one of my theater shows in Bremen, I actually um, wrote a Brexit song with with my co-host. Oh, that's awesome. It's so good. It's like, um, y'all know Candle in the Wind, right, from Elton John? It's based off of that song? Yeah, it's based off of that song. Okay, cool. We need uh, to find a karaoke place while we're there. Have candle in the wind, <laughs> but without the lyrics, like, hey, we've got a hundred percent. Because it's like, um, like, we're, we're, like, there's two verses to it. He sings one verse, and I sing the second verse. And the, and the second verse, of course, singing it in German for a German audience. I'm like, um, like, what's the deal? Why did you guys all? Why do you guys always choose to leave early? Like in soccer, even like in soccer, you guys to choose to not stay till the conclusion of the World Cup. It's like a penalty shot. One ball, one goal, 11 meters. What the fuck is your problem? Why do you not, why do, why do you not convert on those things? Traffic. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, the whole thing is about, hey, you never loved us, and uh, good riddance to you, and, <laughs> and, and good, good luck crossing over to Ireland and taking your passport with you oh to go shopping. So... Uh, speaking of that, uh, what the fuck is his name? Sinead O'Connor. No, comedian. Eng- um, English, and I do air quotes. English? English comedian? Um, the guy with the dark brown hair? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know his name, but I have his face in front of him. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. So, he is actually Irish. He did a joke... <laughs> In Ireland, that's like he was talking about, like he wants a united Ireland, right? Hmm. He's like, Yeah, I want a united Ireland, one Ireland, but under the English crown. Like, that was like the punchline to it. And it's, he does that in Dublin. 
And it's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I understand why Irish people are so proud. Ireland is a great country. I don't know if you've ever been there, but I have. Yeah, I've been a few times. Beautiful, beautiful and great food. Um, if they were able to sell or now that they're able to sell their resources outside of the Commonwealth potatoes. Um, yeah. And salmon, really, really good salmon. Um, dude, they're going to they're going to take off. <laughs> I think. Ireland, Ireland's the shit. Jimmy Carr, that's the comedian I was thinking of. Oh, okay. I was thinking about a different one. No, no I, I wasn't Jimmy thinking. Carr. Oh, he's English. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's not. He is not. Pull it up. He was just on your mom's house a couple weeks ago, and he even that said that cheap motherfucker because he was in Joe Rogan the same week. Yeah, he yeah. was. He <laughs> even said he is. He is actually Irish. A British Irish comedian. See, and that's where that's very interesting because um, that actually coincides with my personal observation. Because if you close your eyes and think of an Irishman, you think of a redhead that looks like a leprechaun. But a lot of Irish people are actually dark haired and have blue eyes. He's from he, he's from Isleworth, UK. <laughs> Oh, Bobby just pointed to himself, like, now you're Irish? My mom is, like, almost 100%, and my dad is, like, 75%. See, that's such an American thing. Germans don't do that. Germans don't go on 23andMe and say, yeah, okay, I'm, like, 20% so this and 20% You guys, that. yeah, because you guys started a war about purism. So that's so, why you guys don't do that shit. Well, you'd expect that German has a, <laughs> that Germany has a certain sensitivity towards the percentile of uh, another person's origin. So no. actually, in like, and that's funny. Like, I did a twenty-three and me. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what that did is. It. Yeah. Well, yeah. Somebody it was given to me, so we did it. Um, I'm a little bit of Polish from my mom. And Lithuanian, but then the rest is Irish and a very tiny bit of German. And well, actually, what's more than German, even though I have a German last name, what has a more percentage than the actual German part is Native American. What? Chippewa. What? Fucking crazy. But that's only like, it's like. Uh, 6%. I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fucking potato-eating Polak. You're pretty much when you look at it from percentages. So, so you're a Cleveland Indian. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but I can understand. I can understand. I, I see where that um how that might come like to play did it tell you what part of poland actually no because if it, if it was silesia or pomerania that used to be germany right yeah also uh, like Oberschlesen. Mm -hmm. no it yeah. doesn't tell you it just says that's what it is yeah but that's fucked up though on their part because like there's Poland and there's Poland. So, like, my, my mom's maiden name is Rakowski. Mm. 
So that's that bitch Polak. Mm, okay, I see. I see. Yeah. Rakowski, is that like R A C K O W? No, R U T Rut. Rut. Kowski. Mm. Rut Kowski. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's different because I used to have um, a girl in my class. Her name was Rakow. R A R A C K O W. And um, we just like accepted the fact that she probably has Silesian grandparents or something mm. like that. No. Unfortunately not. Okay. Yeah. It's Rutkowski. I had an instructor um, in air traffic control school. His name was Bernd Rutkowski. See, that's crazy. When I when we first moved to Germany uh, from America, we lived in a city called Boyern, which is... <laughs> I like how you said city. <laughs> a little village okay not a city it's like fucking few hundred people yeah that's like the metropolis of mcdonough georgia yeah so it's a very 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 tiny place Mm -hmm. um and there's a place behind it called birsa road yeah so that's also a very small village and there was somebody from uh telecom which is like t-mobile where you Americans know as T-Mobile. They came over and they were promoting some kind of whatever, and they wanted (laughs) us to sign over to it. And they said, oh, Reedinger. I just actually had somebody with the same last name over in the other village. I said, that's impossible. said, no, this is what it is. Literally... The exact same spelling as my last name, which is, from my understanding, the spelling changed. Instead of R-E-A, it was R-I-E. I was getting ready to say, it has to be R-I-E to be phonetically R-I-E. reading her in German. It was R-I-E, but it was the exact same spelling as mine. Okay. Now, my question is... What does that mean? Because there is an, an area in so, Germany that means, or, or that's called Ried. Like it's right. in Taunus. So the funny thing is, my family, my dad did, uh, he spent a lot of money doing the whole genealogy, going backtrack and like getting actual documentation from our family. Um, we thought that my grandfather, like my, his dad, my grandfather was born in, around dresden Hmm. no not even close he was fourth generation in america but his entire family comes from baden baden and heiger oh wait a minute that actually makes sense because heat is south of here it's even south of frankfurt it's which um, is by where Baden Baden is. Yeah, yeah, it's actually closer to Mannheim than it is to Frankfurt. Yep. Which makes it part of Baden Württemberg. Right. Yeah. However, where is Heiger? Heiger Burbach, shit. I don't know. That's like 40 minutes from here. That's I, in Hessen. I was getting ready to say, yeah, that it has to be like Taunus somewhere. It's in Hessen. Yeah. No, it's over by Herborn. 
or however that's right yeah so, it's, a, it's on highway 45 it's on thing? highway 45 so the funny thing about this i wish dave was on here actually our friend uh jan who's one of dave's very closest friends oh the janger janger hard so he is yeah. a 100 percent german dude not very good in english however Years ago, when I first met Dave, Dave was celebrating a birthday at his ex-wife's parents' house. <laughs> so, his, I think, father-in-law and some other people, they were really drunk and started, like, really going in on foreigners. <laughs> so, I decided to match her energy. I'm like, yeah, fuck those gypsy fucks. You came in like Zeke High, motherfuckers. I'm going in, and I'm literally word for word. I'm matching with them. They're like, every time I say something, they're like, God damn right. Yeah, let's go. And that's how you right? became racist Eminem. So the funny thing is, like, the his father-in-law looks at me and goes, I, you're American. You're Dave's friend. I'm like, the fuck? I was like, I know him from somewhere else. I'm from hairborn and hairborn they have a weird dialect and a weird That's accent true. that sounds like us american when us americans spespeak german 100 percent. that's yeah. what those fuckers sound they have that r thing really so i yeah. swear to god it's it's true huh. so and it's, it's literally right over by us so i yes. fuck a lot of people up with that like they're like oh you're american i'm like no bitch i'm hairborn and they're like oh okay i had a thing and like that 100 believe me i'm sorry let and me i go crazy crazy discriminative with it <laughs> let me just let me just key in because i am uh the senior correspondent for german american affairs especially for Northern Hessen, um, Harold McMillan reporting um, from <laughs> Stauffenberg. You hear it first. And I would like to say, yes, I 100% concur. Um, I used to deliver meals to elderly people. Um, that was my, my voluntary civil service thing that I did. And I had a woman who, like every R that she said was like, R, yeah. which, which really fucks Germans up when they have to say that. Mm -hmm. And she said, like, oh, yeah, there's – because she noticed my name. And she said, Macmillan, that has to be that has to be English, right? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, you know, somebody confused me for English recently because I was at my husband's grave and I was watering his flowers. And I started talking to him. And, like, whenever she said an R, it was like, Rrr. and she's like, oh, um, so he told me, um, uh, Junge Frau – are you from England? I'm like, no, I'm from Hairborn. Exactly. And they literally, they literally speak like that. So I 100% concur. And then I think he ate her pussy or something. So the funny thing is like going back to this, like I'm talking shit with these old ass guys who are being drunk racist at that moment. And I am 100% co-signing whatever they say, whatever they say. I'm like, I'm with you. Fuck these guys. <laughs> Us 100% Germans need to hold it down, right? So I'm doing this <laughs> with these guys and just having a good time. Jan Gerhard, who's literally outside on the balcony, like rolling a <laughs> cigarette at that time, is falling out of his chair laughing his ass off because he knows I'm not German. I'm American and I am definitely like one of Dave's American friends. So, and I'm just like talking shit and gaslighting 
eight different people at this point <laughs> and just having a blast. It was one of the coolest things I've ever done. <laughs> Dude, but speaking of which, I think gaslighting is is a sub is, is a term that really it's really blown out of proportion because like one of my ex-girlfriends said, Oh, you gaslighted me for this for all this time. I'm like, no, bitch, I didn't gaslight. I was lying. Yeah. That's a difference. Yeah. I agree. Gaslighting is cap as fuck. <laughs> you heard her first. <laughs> So if we want to do a cap report, gaslighting is definitely cap as fuck. <laughs> you did what you did, bitch. Own it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris, you look like you're trying to get off the pod. What's up, bud? No, Chris no. is okay. Chris is okay. Are you okay? Chris is observing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I, I know that. I know that look. Chris is observing. So, Chris, how much longer do you have? Not on the pod. I'm talking with work, bud. Oh, until I'm fucking retired? A while? At least another six years. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've decided to do 26, 26 years. Okay. Nice. Oh, do you have to sign up for that? Do you have to, like, say how many years you want to do in advance? No. So my next enlistment is going to be indefinite. So it's not, like, a year per se, like you can do three, five, seven years, whatever. Um, this one is going to be until I hit retirement age or until I say, you know what, I'm already over 20, I'm retiring. So okay, what's what's basic retirement age? 65. Damn, okay. Well, no, it, I no that's they, not. They have, they have. It's um, 20 or 25 in. It's what? 20 no 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 25 20 years 20 20 years you can retire yeah but so that would be 38 for me mm-hmm. yeah when i hit 20 um so but like the the basic retirement age what they what that means is 65 however but they lowered it they but that's also de- different depending on your deployment or deployments and everything too it also yeah, because depends my dad... on it depends on how long you were a reservist as well that takes a massive uh calculation that's just on your retirement but i can still retire at 20. you can retire after 20 years but what you get is dependent Mm -hmm. on how long you were active how long you were reservist because i wanted to know because my dad got out with um like 40 something 40 something years Mm -hmm. of age and Mm -hmm. i think he had 25 25 years in yeah if i would have been active the entire time i would have retired it through 38 mm-hmm. with like full freaking benefits yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then would have been collecting that retirement paycheck for the rest of my life basically <laughs> that yeah, would have been that's what's crazy yeah right? that would have been good now uh do you think that this shit that's been going on the last few years like that's actually been to your benefit what are you talking about? What do you mean? Uh, Ukraine, Russia. How do I benefit? Because, like, dude, like you went from uh, you went from a reservist to duties. Yeah, but I did that before. Yeah, yeah, but like that's usually has like a shelf life of a year, maybe or a couple of years. Mm-mm. I know a guy that's been doing it since. I don't want to lie. Twenty twelve. 
Okay. Yeah, because I remember so that doesn't that doesn't affect it at all. It's not yeah. like, like really because like if with, that shit didn't would have popped off, you think you guys would have you would have got extended or no? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course, it doesn't hurt. Right. Yeah. What I happened. think it definitely plays a hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, wait a minute. Um, how does that? How does that actually help you? Because I know that's what that's what I wanted to uh, to interject all this time. That Chris um, became or like went back to active duty before the whole Russia thing happened. Yeah, because at that point it's way cheaper and easier to have somebody that's already here than bring somebody in. Because if you have to PCS somebody into Germany, actually, it costs the army more because they have to pay for my German rent. I know, right? Yeah, so if I would have came, so, came from the states, if no, 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 I would have no. came from the states, so, they put me in the barracks. Mm-hmm. No, because I wouldn't have had my kids and my wife over here. Right. No, so that's yeah, you wouldn't have had that. But after that certain amount of time, so they calculate really because I have a cousin that actually just did this with the Air Force to bring his family. Uh, where are they at? Spang Spang Yep. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, to bring his uh, family over here, they even said, like, he was basically the last resort. They were scrambling for somebody that was here already because it would have saved them thousands a month. Yeah. Yeah, for, for reservists, it, it actually has the opposite effect. Okay. With that, with that case, because for reservists over here, it's technically a hardship tour, which means that you leave your family in the States. You're not even allowed to bring your car, so it's basically like your household goods, and that's it. Damn. And they put you in the barracks. Unless unless you're at a certain rank, then you get off post housing. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you're an officer, and see, you're for not, me, you for me, then you, They had to pay for everything here mm. to include my rent. They couldn't put me in the barracks because I've already got rent that I have to cover here. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think that's how my dad did it. Um, because after he moved out of my mom's place, um, he had to have dual rent for for a certain amount of time. And I'm not sure what, like if there's a procedure in the army where they cover for that, that you might separate from your spouse, but your spouse is still entitled to a certain... Certain yeah. benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so man, my dad regardless. was expensive as fuck for them. Yeah, that happens regardless. <laughs> yeah, and when he went to go buy milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. When he went to go buy milk. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I actually, let's be real. I actually well, like the way that you. Harry's, Harry's father was out buying a fucking bottle of Cavassi and lottery scratch offs. So he never came back. <laughs> I like the way that the Jew inserted that liver shot. That's, that, that was pretty good. Actually, Newports, yeah. He went out for a pack of Newports and never came back. <laughs> well, actually, my dad has to be one of the few black soldiers that never smoked a blunt. See, what's funny? That's. That was my brand That's of choice. That's how you can before, tell that he never actually made it to Vietnam. <clears throat> before we moved to before we moved to Germany, that was my brand of choice was Newports. <laughs> uh, Newports? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
I smoked them for a little bit. But That's shit. the only thing I smoked was from the time I was fucking from 16 or 17 until. Yeah, from 2000 to 2010. That's all I smoked. Yeah. Well, let it me. It murders let me, your fucking lungs, though. Jesus 100%. Christ. Let me let me just say one thing. How how is nicotine legal? Nicotine is addictive as fuck. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life, but nicotine gums, that's my shit. So, dude, I have not smoked a cigarette in six years. No, seven years. Seven years. No, six years. I don't know, six or seven years the last time I actually For our British listeners, he has not popped a fag in six or seven years. Oh, no, I popped a fag the other day. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> but I think we're talking about something different. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I haven't smoked a cigarette in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I still miss it sometimes. Dude. I'm not going to lie. Dude, nicotine is great. And nicotine is actually, it's very good for your brain, for your neuroactivity. Unfortunately, However, you're right. The the way we get nicotine is that's the downfall. Get that's the, gums, the part bro. of it. Get the gums, bro. I have to check it out, but like that's my thing, dude. I'm I'm afraid I'm just gonna be like, Arr. dude, you're gonna be Arr. like a fucking maniac. You a hundred percent are, dude. I am broke as fuck, and <laughs> yeah. I no no literally I am broke as fuck, but I can still muster up Trying. the money. A fucking ass. <laughs> no, I have, dude. Let me let me tell you about my financial situation this month, right? American Express dinged me with money that I owe them. Unfortunately, I do, and they're right. Um, and that ate up all of my all of my salary for for last month, right? Yeah. So now my Audi is in the is in the shop, and they called me and they were like, "Yeah, it's going to be about forty five or forty five hundred to have it fixed." I told you, dude. If you need an Audi uh, mechanic or you need something done, do it here through me. I got you. Yeah. Master mechanic from Audi. He has a private garage 10 minutes from here. Right. But he would he would have still had to buy – I actually considered it, but he would have still had to buy the original Audi transmission, which would have ran – Well, they get it for way cheaper. So is this guy, and I'm not going to pay for his hours of labor either, but it's still going to be 4,500 euros that I don't have right now. And that's actually cheap for a fucking transmission. That's what I'm saying. See, that's the thing. Like anything with the Volkswagen group, yeah, I will never touch it. If you get an automatic, you're guaranteed within five years of owning that car to spend 10 grand on a training. That's what I'm saying. 100%. That's what I'm saying. And those 4,500 wouldn't have killed me if not. They would have said, oh, yeah, let's have like 2,000 euros in advance. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, because I usually like for the people that don't know this, that maybe, maybe not have um, listened to the podcast where we explained all of this, I transfer a shit ton of my salary to my credit card to be able to spend that and generate miles and more miles. That's what I do. Exactly. Now, unfortunately, once you do that, your money is in the system and it's basically in an ether. Yeah, sure, you can transfer it back to your account, but that'll take about uh, four business days. No, it doesn't. 
And if there's, well, for me, it does. I don't know what kind of strings so, you pulled. I know I usually when you do something, it's it's far better than anybody else who does the exact same thing and has the has to face the exact same problems as everybody else in this world. But let's just say for normal people who are not Bob, it takes about four to five business days to transfer money from A to B. So what you do is instead of transferring it directly, like because you're doing it through Revolut. Uh, no, I'm doing it directly to the credit card and back to my Sparkasse account. So what I do is I transfer it from Miles and More to Revolut, mm -hmm. and you can do Revolut to my account, and it takes seconds. That takes seconds, but unfortunately, between the credit card and Revolut is my landlord, who also wants 2,000 euros of my money. So, yes. Okay, we need to talk off, off the pod. So that's nuts. <laughs> it is. Wow. It is. Okay. So now I can. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't have the money. I've well, I basically I, I have it in theory. I have it as soon as the zone pays me. Yeah. That that's when I that's when I get the money. But so like basically, um, I can't I can't pay for my money right now. And why are we actually talking about this? What's what's I, you brought it up this and you're yeah, you brought it up do it. I, I brought it up, but what, why are we talking my about mind. That? You're the richest person I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically what I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter what you have on your account statement or, or whatever. Like you're still going to be broke as soon as you have like a woman and family. That's what all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Look around you, dude. I know. <laughs> It it just it just sucks to not be gay, basically, is all I'm trying to say. Dude, I think I'm scooping what you're pooping. Oh dude, oh you better because you can... <laughs> look at Chris. He's over here. He knows what's going on. Dude, but I would honestly hundred percent would like to rewind it for the last like five minutes and, and know what we're getting at because I had a very valid See, point that I was about to make. That's the beauty of our that's the beauty of my moonshine. You just kind of shut off. You don't know what's going on. And your body goes on autopilot and your brain thinks it's doing what it does. Oh speaking of which one thing that I would really encourage people to do, listeners of this podcast, I've been doing it and it's been a great relief. It's like whenever you're really pissed off at your significant other, like turn the table, go out and pee on their car door. Um, I've done it a couple of times now and I have to say it's it's a great relief. Um, just Just go and, you know, cats can't be wrong about this like when cats are, are are aggravated on something they they piss in the apartment yeah all right so just do it it's absolutely it's it's a hundred percent fine i don't care that you're recording it with your phone bobby because i i i stick to i, I stick to my words i i back it up and i even told her i said because she's like uh something was like on my um on the handles of my car did you by any chance pee on my car i'm like yeah and she thought i was kidding you were too. I knew he wasn't. <laughs> like, dead ass. Dude, yeah, I peed. That's on your the thing, car. dead ass. You have to establish <laughs> dominance in whatever aspect you can. If you have to pee on a bitch's handles, that's fine. You know what I used to do? I used to go to the cheerleaders' cars that were like on away basketball games during the week like in the parking lot in a snowstorm and i would piss in their heater vent like between the windshield <laughs> and their wipers God. like those vents 
that's a heater vent, right? So that sucks in the air. So as soon as they turn their heating system on or they start their car because it's winter and there's a bunch of snow <laughs> and ice, guess what? They're huffing your fucking piss. What better way to establish confidence? <laughs> That's why I like to drop a sardine or two. <laughs> like right in those vents. They're like, <laughs> and we so, all know when Bob says piss, he actually means, you know, rubbing, oh, rubbing out the champagne no, of victory. No. 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 On- <laughs> so P was definitely for the vents. The dum dums that left their cars unlocked, that's what the seats were for. (laughs) (laughs) Did you did you literally jerk off onto a cheerleader's car? No, I've honestly never done that, but peed in their vents one (laughs) hundred percent have done that, yes. There is one bitch that had dog hair. I can definitely fucking testify to this i've done that at least five times see to the same car and it's a great relief isn't it i mean i I completely understand cats that do that to like showcase dissatisfaction yeah dude like i will pee on this carpet right now it's a dick measuring contest 100 percent. yeah yeah dude we're over two hours It does not matter. It does not matter because you're getting two hours of entertainment for free. Entertainment, possibly confidential knowledge that you would have to pass security clearance for. We are drunk as fuck, so we're just throwing it out there. The last 15 minutes have been awesome. Inside (laughs) baseball? For nothing. Yeah. So what you should really do is like, share, and subscribe. Lick, schmear, and survive. There you go. Survival is key. If you got to lick something to do it, then fuck it. I ain't going to judge you. (laughs) Chris, I love like when he's speechless, he just goes, oh. (laughs) Speaking of licking things to survive, um, Chris, Ashley Ashley Biden is hot. I just, I just saw a couple of pictures there. Yes, she is. Googler, Ashley Blazer Biden. She's like 43 years old. She married this um, this doctor guy, and she is a she is definitely hot. Holy shit! That's what I said. Shit! That's huh. what I said as I was looking for random masturbation images and came across hers. Yo. Chris, you should Google this. I just did. <laughs> you might be able to use this later. <laughs> I know I will. <laughs> God damn. And she has no kids, so you know that shit is tight. Yeah, but then again, you know why that's why she might be estranged from the president because he got nothing to sniff. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> Chris isn't allowed to talk about the commander in chief. Well, I mean, it's only going to be a couple of months, right? We all know who who forty seven is going to be. T R U M P. Trump, 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 Trump. Right? Is it like you guys? Like, if you had to choose between Biden or Trump, who would oh, it be for you? Just because I love, like, dude. 
Trump made debates like he put him on the map. Like there's nobody in the world that can debate that dude. Chris just went, oh, that means he put something. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. Somebody yeah. wrote in the group, Trump definitely. Somebody so, did. I don't know who it was. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> yeah. But then again, dude, like, that's how it is. Yeah. See, the thing is now, in all seriousness, um, and I'm going on a limb. It's a very, 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 very thin limb. And I'm not talking about limb as in immigrated Vietnamese. I'm talking about limb with a B. Um, oh, not limp. No, not, not limp. No. Okay. And also not limp biscuit or anything. I'm saying with Trump in the seat, this whole Gaza thing would not have happened. Um... Because Trump negotiated this deal um, with Saudi Arabia, where they see that's didn't the even respond to him um, announcing Jerusalem, which is a city that both the Palestinians and the Jews claim as their capital city, yep. to be Israel's new capital city and the home of the American embassy see? to Israel. And he negotiated a deal where Saudi Arabia, Muslim, said, all right. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, nobody can take away from Trump was a fucking gunslinger business dude. He was able to finagle the craziest deals and gave no fucks. Yeah. Yep. And that's a deal where other presidents who. Like, they would have backed up. They would have faltered on it. They would have gave up a lot. They would have gotten the Nobel Peace Prize for that shit. Yeah. That's what or I'm trying to say. Or is there another see. one that doesn't even know what fucking day of the week it is? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or a certain other one. What are you talking about? I don't know. Is that the commander in cheese? <laughs> okay. Dun, 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 dun. I think uh, Shane, Gell uh, Shane Gillis says it best. Fucking Biden is like after a debate or after he says something, like if he does like a, a briefing, he's like a Roomba. As soon as he turns around, he just bounces around from one area to the next until he can figure his way out of it. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. I mean, it's sad. It, it it's sad, but I mean, at least his daughter's hot. So, <laughs> yeah, she's hot. But that's usually how it is. The biggest pieces of shit make the hottest kids. Well, no, I wouldn't. I, nah, I wouldn't fuck Ivanka for money. I'm sorry, Ivanka. No. What about Chesley Clinton? Oh, Ch no. Not new. No. Dude, you're crazy. Nah. She'd get it. Chelsea? No. I'd even do it for a fucking economy class on the Lolita Express. Dude, you'd probably do it for a Derner. Probably. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> she has this massive overbite. Um, 
Dude, she's gotten hot. She has? Yes. Pull up a picture. Yeah, I don't I, I don't believe you. I, I don't believe I don't you either. So. Like Chelsea Clinton, I'm 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 sorry. Chelsea Clinton is like the smart girl that was good in handball. I mean, I probably would smash because she's Bill Clinton's daughter. Damn. Well, she looks a lot like Hillary. I was just about to say that. That's enough. I'd smash. Yeah, but that's, you know, it's got too much Hillary. That's all right. You know, she fucks with hate. Probably. She's like her mother. You know she's not going to like it. At that point, you're just living out a fantasy. Yeah, but 100%. <laughs> but I would 100% try to dildo her with a cigar and make her call me daddy. That's all right. 100%. 100%. Just just because it can, just so I can post on X that I did it. Uh, are you okay with the calling it referring to it as X? I deleted my account after um, a former significant other uh, started posting wild rumors about me on it. So that's been at least five years ago. Oh. So I have absolutely no recollection. I'm not on X. Um, I have no problem with calling it X, but the things you put out, I think, still have to be called tweets because you can't call it Xs. That would be kind of strange. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, everybody knows it's Twitter, and that's why I think Elon Musk, I don't know, he fell on his head or smoked too much meth or I don't know what. They changed the name of a brand that's so globally established as Twitter is, um, but he didn't go all the way. It's just like when he invented Tesla. He didn't go all the way. He had some good ideas, but it, I have the feeling that it's not completely thought through. Are you fine with calling it X? No. It's fucking Twitter. Yeah, that's what I think. However, <clears throat> to rebuttal what you're saying about Tesla, there are some things that I like with it. That Cybertruck's not bad. Well, yeah, um, but if you're one of the people that paid a $100 deposit on it about four years ago and still haven't heard anything about the actual launch date of the damn thing. However, that's the same thing with the uh, Hummer, the electric Hummer. The GMC Hummer. Well, who buys an electric Hummer? If you want to buy a Hummer, then... I know people that did, that well, reserved it well, as soon as they could. Yeah, well... Still don't have it. I know people, men, that suck dicks. You're wild. <laughs> um, right? I don't judge. I don't judge, but it's just nothing that I, you know, that I engage in personally. <laughs> oh god that's funny <laughs> I don't know I still think that as far as all that goes uh, I still like Tesla um, I think we're headed in that direction yeah um Tesla does have a lot of advantages compared to 
the competition in in terms of what they what it can do technically. Um, and if you would give me a Tesla with an interior designed by a German designer, I'd See, say Tesla all the wrong. way. Wrong. So that's the thing. I really, really, really love the Mercedes mm -hmm. all electric SUV, the EQB. That's the one that I am looking at and that I think I'm going to get. Uh, the wife, we're looking at the Model 3, the Highland for her. Mm -hmm. It might, the only different, like with the Model 3, there's no dash. There's only. You only get that iPad. You only get the iPad. Yeah. The Mercedes has different. Mm -hmm. All the other manufacturers have an actual uh, dash system. Mm -hmm. They have an instrument panel. That's all that. However, you sit down in it. It's all shit cheap plastic. The Mercedes. It doesn't, whether it's a fucking polster because we test drove a polster too I, i've never been in a polestar i don't know i know a colleague almost, of mine that we like, had a we test drove a polestar two for three days mm -hmm. um a mercedes the um, what else what else was there the e-tron uh from audi mm -hmm. there's no difference See, that's interesting because um, there might be a difference in how it looks, mm -hmm. how it's presented. Absolutely, there might be a difference from one to the next. However, if you get in there and you put your hands on it, it sucks. Okay, see, um, I was in an Audi e-tron once and it looked and felt like, from what I could tell from the passenger seat, like an Audi. And See, but that's the thing though. Audi's Audi's the shit. Well, I mean, at least for my personal for my personal opinion, um I like Audi because all the multimedia interfaces are they feel intuitive to me. See see my opinion BMW blows that out of the fucking water. See, and I think it has something to do like the same thing same goes for football helmets. Um you either have It's a, a personal taste. Exactly. It's a personal taste. You either have a, a shut head or you have a Rydell head not, or or whatever. If I had I honestly cuz I've had such a horrible horrible experience with that whole Volkswagen group. Mhm. Mm I would not like if they come up to me like, yo, this is a company car. Eh, do I really need it? I want nothing to do with that group. See, with me, it's the exact opposite because um, I tried to like a BMW. I really tried to like a BMW because, hey, BMW, like if you look at it from the outside, um, the three series BMW and see and, that's okay, and also also the five series, the seven series. I mean, if you drive, if you're a passenger in the seven series BMW, it feels like flying a private jet. Yeah, there's no different. There's you cannot compare uh, Audi A8 to a BMW seven series. The seven series blows it out of the water. A hundred percent, and I, that's why I tried to like BMW for my personal use, but um, with the multimedia interface, with the way, just the, the 
general the seats feel the way all the all the controls are, are lined up in the actual cockpit of the car to me Audi is just like a shoe that's custom made for me for my okay. body for yeah. the way that I approach things and I completely understand um, because BMW is it feels so counterintuitive to almost anything I do driving yeah um, that I can completely understand that there's probably people that are left-handed and vegan um that completely enjoy driving bmws i'm left-handed cocksucker see that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's what i'm saying but no uh you're left-handed for real swear to god what yeah damn <laughs> so you'll see if you look out here there's a red audi and right next to my car there's a silver audi uh-huh the only thing i can guarantee with an audi I can 100% guarantee, I would bet my kids on, if you own an Audi, you have something you're putting at least 2,000 euros a year into. That is what it is going to cost you for repairs, not maintenance, repairs. It is at least 2,000 euros a year to keep that car on the road. I had my Audi A5 for um 14 years and if you would like extend that period to two years i'd say yeah 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 it is the only thing i can guarantee so i had before i had uh this honda i had a bmw x3 mm -hmm. i bought it used it was much older nice car 2004 I just got rid of it a few years ago. In the, God, eight and a half years I owned that car, the only thing I ever had to do to it was I bought it on eBay was an injector for it mm. for 11 euros. That's it. Mm. And then nor obviously normal wear and tear. But like as far as repair goes, in eight and a half years, it cost me 11 euros to drive that car. Mm. Okay, then I have Brakes to... I did once. Brakes, but then again, I do everything myself. So brakes cost me about, because if I do it, I'm going to do it, mm. right? So that cost me 300 bucks for rotors and brake pads. But that's with that's just for the parts. I do the work. Mm. That's it. Yeah. That is the only thing. In eight and a half years, I spent less than, in total, maybe 700 euros mm -hmm. to run that car for seven and a half years. Give me an Audi where you can do the same. You know, cannot be done. I, I honestly, I will bet my house on that. You cannot do that. I honestly don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to commit to to yes or no. One hundred percent. I don't know if it it was just if it was just wear and tear. I have two Audis, Audis right thing. here. I have two Audis I can't, right here I that honestly, are constantly in the shop. I honestly can't remember. Um, I know that their common rail diesel technology that um was state of the art for the longest time is actually quite susceptible to uh to certain maintenance issues yeah burn a lot of oil well yeah but um as far as i'm concerned my car didn't have anything in that direction symptomatically until like maybe two years ago okay 
Um, I might've gotten lucky. Then again, there's other things with my car that appeared or that happened like coincidentally the second the warranty was over. Um, but that's, that's the thing with any German car with the Tesla also, um, like the, the big thing with the Tesla or the big advantage with the Tesla compared to other car cars is I think I have 154,000 kilometers down on it one and i haven't had it in maintenance once because you don't have regular maintenance intervals yeah. like you do with audi bmw or whatever so like all that money that i would have spent for for audi or bmw mercedes where have you what have you just maintenance all that money did not like the tesla didn't cost that money however as soon as my warranty was was over for some reason that people in tesla forums have um a certain aluminum hat explanation for um my um my handles my my drive my, my driver's side door handles um didn't come out anymore like the tesla's door handles are like a clitoris you have to touch it and then it comes out and then you can grab it and then you can open it up and um like for some reason my my car's computer didn't understand the difference between like door closed and door open it had it completely reversed so i had to get those redone and i'm saying hey this is i, I talked to tesla i said this is like a serial error yeah like my car isn't the first tesla of this generation to have that problem and if it happens after <clears throat> fifty-five thousand kilometers it's still not on me because i didn't use it wrong i just tried to open the door to get in and they're like, well, yeah, you're past your warranty, so fuck you, basically. Um, and that was fifteen hundred to 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 get that handle replaced. So um, I'm saying you might not have, or you, you might have more wear and tear issues with um, Audi than you do with Tesla. But for me, just sitting in it, just driving in it, I can imagine if I if I had the endurance to do it, I can imagine driving my Audi A5 for 25, 24 hours straight without getting up and getting out of the car and feeling fresh. Um, with my Tesla, I get back spasms hmm. because it's just not it's just not as as comfortable for me. But that, like like I said, my comparison with the football helmets, I might have an Audi body that's just like fit to drive in a cockpit that has whatever specs Audi puts down as a as a design for their yeah, interior. Absolutely. Um and and I understand that. So I understand why why people say, okay, yeah, BMW is the thing for me and I would never drive an Audi or or a Volkswagen group car. That's Audi, Porsche and VW. Um yeah. also why that why I never drive a Tesla or anything else. I understand it. Um also I have colleagues that drive a Model 3 which I think when it comes to EVs is the most bang for your buck. Yep. Um, like a hundred percent honestly, because um you have like the largest um initial recharge. I don't know what, what they call what's the proper word in English, but um if you go to a supercharger that has a the, the network. Yeah, that has a two hundred fifty kilowatt output. My Model 3 regulates it down until you're at like 130. And the Model 3 is just like a just like a hammer whore. It'll take it. Yep. Like it's like, okay, 250, 250 kilowatts an hour, boom, let me have it. So you can recharge that bad boy in half an hour, where my Model 3 has to be parked at a supercharger for one and a half hours to be at hundred percent. Um also battery lifespan. Model 3, 
a lot better than the Model S. Um, Is it really? Yes. Yes. If you get the long range model, um, I think their battery lifespan starts out at 600 kilometers, whereas I bought my Model 3 with, or no, my Model S with 508 maxed out at 100% charge. But that's um, the previous generation of batteries compared to what they have on the market now. So anything Plaid, like the Plaid version of, yeah. of Tesla, they have the next generation battery. Um, but still, that Model 3, for what you get or for what you pay, you get a ton of features that the Model S doesn't have. You get battery lifespan that the Model S doesn't have. You have a faster charging, blah, blah, blah. Um, but still, the Model 3 is kind of ugly. So I'd always go for the Model S. Yeah. Um, like, but what I'm saying, I, I have a colleague who also has the Model Model S and he says, hey, that's the most comfortable car I've ever been in. But I'm like, well, yeah, but you have to look at how much you paid to get it. Yeah. Now, that Model 3 that I have out there costs as much as a 7 Series BMW. You don't have a Model 3, though. Oh, sorry. The Model S that I have out there costs yeah. as much as a, as a 7 Series BMW. Um, oh, if you compare that to a model to a seven, there's no fucking comparison. Yeah, yeah, that's like comparing um, a faithful wife and mother of two to a fire-breathing whore. Yeah, like your your model to a shit. You're like to the prettiest pussy you've ever seen to a fucking shit-filled diaper. That's yeah. what you're comparing it to. Yeah, and and eight <laughs> eight that that shit-filled shit-filled diaper might be fun in its own regard oh my god but <laughs> if that's your thing but it has to be your thing to be fun is the point i'm trying to make yeah and um like driving or riding in a in a seven series bmw feels like flying a private jet i love it and i've only been i've only been in it once and just from sitting in the back seat i'm not gonna lie i almost came see i have a friend that has a 785i does he have a little sister? No. Shit. So why are you telling me this? <laughs> Either way, um, like, but if I if I drive a car that's that expensive, I want to feel like I'm like I'm flying in a private jet. And Model S, I'm sorry, doesn't give me that feeling. Yeah. See, but that's the thing though. Like, what you paid, what you got your S for, you could have definitely got a seven series. Oh, 100 percent. 100%. Yeah. Or an eight, since you're an Audi guy, you could have got a badass uh, W12 Audi A8. Yeah, I, I could have. But if I want to put that kind of money into a car, um, why get a car that's just like plain understatement? Like your Audi A8, that's that's understatement. They, they come super motorized and not without any any reason is it like um the the german beast so to speak it's the car that the chancellor drives around in and everything because hey it's a great car I'm not gonna lie but it's not a seven series bmw yeah 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 they're pretty good so i think we've definitely hit the mark we're well over two hours, like hey, two and a half hours, oh yeah. actually. Chris yeah. only fell asleep twice. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're going to stop the podcast, take pee breaks. We can still hang out if you want, Chris. I'm probably going to get off here soon.
Okay. That's fine. Soon is different than as opposed to right now. So we're going to stop the podcast right now. All right. So, guys, thanks for listening. I know it's been a while since we've uploaded a video, audio version, whatever, any kind of episode. It's been a while. Um, Sorry about that. But please, like, share, subscribe. You know where to find us. Check out Harold on ball time. If you're into American football, you live here in Germany, you speak German, check it out. It's a pretty good podcast. And uh, Chris, anything you want to plug? Mm, No. Okay, that's what I figured. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for stopping by, and we'll talk to you all. Bye. Peace. Have a good one.